0: Today is Thursday, the 2nd of April 2020. This is The Gap, episode 510. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gorey is here. And, Job, did Carol Baskins actually do it?
1: This is a Tiger King thing. I haven't watched it, so I don't want to fucking hear anymore. Don't oh, fucking okay. spoil it for me. It I'm, is. I'm, I'm about to watch it, but I haven't how, watched it yet. How
0: is it that you've gone a week and not watched anything?
1: Yeah. You know, we're
0: in isolation at the moment. What else are you doing?
1: Playing Monster Train. <laughs> um right. uh yeah no i keep meaning to and then i go to and then i don't so yeah but uh it looks it looks bananas my problem was right because my little brother told me about this fucking show weeks ago he was like wilding out about it but the way he described it made it sound like it was some sort of fucking reality show and he watches reality shows Right, right, and I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna fucking tune this shit out. And so it's sort of like slotted all like you know how you mute things on Twitter, it just like auto slots. And anytime anyone brings up Tiger King, you're like, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. And then like more and more people are talking about, it and they are going fucking bananas for. Him. I'm like, this doesn't seem like some sort of Tiger related married at first sight. Mm. There must be something more to this. Uh, Mm. And so I very, very, very carefully attempted to look into it to work out whether or not it was a reality show or not. It's not. It's not. No. It's it's a documentary or something, right? It's a documentary. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But yeah.
0: But it could be a reality show because it... uh, Like, I guess the decision to film that documentary was would have been interesting because the direction it goes in just seems like ridiculous, like like you're talking about a reality TV show because it just goes in places you do not expect. Like, you couldn't write this shit. Yeah, right. (laughs) That's the sort of stuff it goes into. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, well... It's uh, insane. Yeah, so I'm keen to watch it now, but, yeah, for the longest time, I just kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. Yeah. And, uh... So yeah, now I'm way behind the curve, I guess.
0: You Damn. are. It's yeah. nearly like over. You're too late. I feel like this. Is oh, it. the
1: discourse is finished. Nobody cares about Tiger <laughs> we're King. On the next I'll be thing. like, has everyone watched this fucking Tiger King? And we're like, shut the fuck up, Joe. We're all onto some. We're all onto the fucking Seal Jester now. Like, sh- Tiger King's so fucking boring. Nobody gives a fuck. Uh, we're like, oh cool. Like, how come nobody watched McMillions? Did you watch McMillions, Luke? No. See. What the fuck
0: is this? this a documentary about McDonald's?
1: Sort of. It's a documentary okay. about the guy the the giant group of people who defrauded the McDonald's Monopoly game. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. For literally millions of dollars. Like millions and tens of millions of dollars. Uh yeah. and yeah, it's it's all about them. And that one's pretty bananas. Like I mm. learned from that that FBI agents are fucking goof goofy motherfuckers like not incompetent just absolute goof goofballs like weird shit yeah. surely nothing on Tiger King it's gonna seem t- tame compared to Tiger King now but it is a pretty good watch see I picked the wrong fucking documentary
0: this is- yeah. Tiger King starts off as like a it's a documentary about this wacky dude and tigers yep and it like starts off here mm. and then just snowballs <laughs> into like these other like twelve other things. You're like, how the fuck did they find this person? Not only how did they? F- well, obviously the director found this person yeah. and thought they were making a documentary about this thing. Yeah, but then it just goes like, fucking, completely left field. Um, so yeah, it just like the luck of doing that over filming a documentary over five years and it just going completely insane. You know, it's it's very different to um, like i don't know doing a um a documentary about a murderer or something like what was that uh the lives and deaths of robert something what what, what? What? i can't remember what it was the lives and deaths of someone i think you've watched that one um like just about a a murderer right like you kind of know what you're getting into but then this one just goes in completely opposite direction you're like all right this is where we're going now fair enough cool (laughs) It just sort of goes in a different direction every episode. You're like, "This is fucking insane! Like, right. this isn't real." You're you're about two episodes into the last one. Like, there's like two left. You're like, nah, this is made up." It's going to be like a April Fool's joke at the end of this or something, right? Uh, right. Anyway, you should get on that. Right, um, I will. Maybe watch like two episodes and and uh, I think we did it over like three or four days, something like that. Like two, two, three episodes a night. Yeah, right. So it's only you know seven or eight episodes, I think, in total.
1: There's so much to watch. That's my problem. I still yeah. haven't watched Mr. Robot. Uh okay. Like and I heard that. Like gets... the first season or no, I've watched the last i watched season. the first two seasons. I just haven't watched the third season.
0: Yeah, I think I'm up to the third or fourth. I can't remember.
1: I think there's only three seasons.
0: We we've um Yeah, we we've just started because uh, Westworld just started up again, season three. Uh, yeah. So we're
1: we're watching. I've been that watching that. Moment. I've been watching that. That's pretty that's uh,
0: like that's good That's good, because it's gone in a different direction. Like, the first two seasons were very Western, and this has gone, like, oh, sorry, the first season was very Western. Second season is Western mixed in with a bunch of other stuff, and this one's gone, like, full cyberpunk.
1: Full cyberpunk. Um, I love, I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love it. Except, yeah, it's like, good. we were talking about it. I was talking about it, and uh, fucking, like, uh, Fee and, and Katie were, uh, are all like, oh, I want more Maeve. I'm like, how, if you watched that second episode, how the fuck could you want more Maeve? Minus spoilers for, I guess, two two weeks ago, Westworld, but it's literally that episode of Rick and Morty where they're trying to st- st- like crack the safe, those aliens mm. starring David Cross who don't want to look at penises uh, trying to crack the safe. And she solves it the same way. Like, come right. on, get the fuck out of here. And it's got that French dude from... The oceans movies that I don't like. I I, I can't understand anything he says. He's, how are you going to be French and have some sort of like, be like the precursor to mumble rap? It's insane. I can't understand him. Anyway, Mm. um, he probably can't understand me. It's probably, and I don't. You know, I'm not some crazy handsome French guy, so you know he's probably got that over me. But whatever. Yeah. Fuck off with that shit. Just all Dolores. All Jesse Pinkman, whatever the fuck his name is.
0: I don't even know it. I think it's Jesse Pinkman. I think that is his name in the show.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's just him. And he keeps <laughs> having flashbacks of that time something horrifying happened in his past. And you're like, yeah, we know. We saw Breaking Bad. Um. Anyway. Uh, well,
0: sorry, I was going to say, what I'm worried about, though, for Westworld is it gets, like, canned or something. Because apparently it's not doing too well.
1: Well see that's the thing right they don't do uh like shows like Westworld don't do well like on <coughs> a nightly basis yeah they exist on the the plus seven you know the fucking dVR watches that's, that's how- what
0: I've been doing them because i oh, no. over here it starts at pretty early I think um I think it's like five o'clock or six o'clock it's on. Yeah. Right, and uh, it sort of replays through the night, and then we watch it about nine p.m. on yeah. DVR. So,
1: like, that's it, right? Like, I'm it's twenty twenty. Nobody's telling me when I have to watch a fucking TV show anymore. I am not <laughs> watching anything <laughs> at the time that it's aired. Yeah, anymore, like, it just doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, like,
0: anyway, which is weird because it's it's done. I think in terms of the numbers, so we're looking at. Like the drop off was like 50% between right. episode or the, the end of season two and where season three picks up. Right. And the reason why I got back into it is because I saw the trailer for season three. I was like, what the fuck? Like, how did they get here? I got to catch up. Um, That.
1: Yeah. The previously on in the first episode of Westworld season three, I was watching it. I'm like, I
0: don't remember any of this.
1: What the fuck? <laughs> what show is this from? Did I, like, what the fuck is going on here? Anyway, um, hmm. very confusing. Yeah, I, I hope
0: they finish it. Or at least, like, announce they've got one more season left and they'll wrap it up. As opposed to them getting into this one and being like, alright, it's been cancelled. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, yeah, they're better.
1: Um, anyway. anyway. Hmm. Video games?
0: Video games. Um, Let's just kick off Call of Duty. Got a, an update after... You complained about it on IGN. They right. listen to your job straight away. This is what they do. Anytime Hours. I write
1: anything on IGN, <laughs> the developers immediately listen to
0: me. Yeah, um, they delayed the patch, and then we're like, we got to fix the patch. Oh shit! We better fucking.
1: Um, yeah, uh, they uh, loadouts now cost eighty five hundred dollars. It's an inconsequential. Uh, adjustment, in my opinion, eighty 80- six thousand to eighty five hundred doesn't fucking matter. Uh, I can eke out another twenty five hundred bucks in like another fifteen seconds. It's literally no change, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's the dumbest shit. Um, they need to add a one on the front of that fucking number um, for it to actually function correctly. Or make
0: them one time uses.
1: Uh, like single player use, yeah, one hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I think the, the problem with it being like a one time use then comes into how do you limit that box for yourself? Like if you call something in and they your team is there, it. do they? You have to. You have to initiate it first. Well, the,
1: they, no, they, initi- they 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 limit it to your team.
0: No, no, I'm talking about yeah, but what if what if you're playing squad solo? And you throw one down and someone else snakes it from you. Like the sort of trolling stuff that we'd go on. I think but you'd need What I'm like saying
1: a, you, is if they've got the capacity to limit loadout to a team only, then it makes sense mm. that they would be able to limit to a player only. Like I think the system is already in place for them to do that because they already do it on a team by team. Like if someone buys a loadout drop, I can't run up and steal their loadout drop. Like, st- yeah. anyone can steal the randoms, but, like, yeah, I can't steal another team's purchased loadout drop. So that function already exists within the game, so I don't see
0: how that... Would can be you not steal this. another team's loadout drop? No. Oh, okay. Absolutely Fair cannot, yeah. All right, but, but, yeah, okay, so another... On top of that, limiting your teammates, like, giving some sort of indication whether or not you want them to be able to access it. Like, say, I buy it for you. Yeah. Or... Um, or I want to buy it for me how do I tell the game that that's for me as opposed to you snaking you my you just have to drop the drop. money
1: I think you'd, you'd have yeah. to drop the money from like yeah. so just
0: limit to yourself for I think... 10 seconds or something even maybe have some sort of countdown on there but it's yeah, not even know. necessary just... it's weird yeah I'm just uh, trying to think of like design wise like how you fix that how you stop it so that if you do limit it to one person, you're also not enabling trolls to jump in and just fuck with you, steal your stuff, and you know. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I yeah, I don't think it'd be that as big a problem as it might initially seem. I think it'd be pretty mm-hmm. easy to handle. Um, so yeah, single use. Uh, there were like they added more guns.
0: Yeah, a couple more guns.
1: It was. It's a. I think the guns they added are a mistake all they do is dilute the uh loot pool with bad weapons and force you and force the loadout meta further
0: yeah that's the problem right when you're adding new weapons to the game which people aren't using anyway up until the first five minutes of the game like when you're actually trying to find a gun then it kind of becomes like a i don't know it's just no point in it at all there's yeah. no reason to be adding weapons when the meta is not around the weapons. Like if they were adding new um, items or gadgets or something like that, that's different because people are you're using them. Like you come across them, you pick them up, you you know, you sort of move them around. But the weapons are pretty much like there's no point to them at this stage of the game. Like nobody's yeah. using them. It's yeah, I don't know why they're doing that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, and and they're shit weapons. I'm tired of. Landing and finding a lever-action fucking uh, DMR and uh, a double-barrel shotgun as my two first weapons. The amount I, I've stopped going—I used to go to boneyard all the time because I love the fight there. But the amount of times mm. I've landed a boneyard on a fucking double-barrel shotgun and nothing else
0: now—it's
1: yeah. like, uh, what is like, what, what the fuck am I playing? Am I playing PUBG now? Some shit, right? Like. Is this is this my new life? And then I run into six cunts with fucking uh like they've already got blue SMGs Orange. or some shit. <laughs> Orange SMGs. Let's see how this goes. Uh, so yeah. yeah. But that I like, mean more, they're obviously it's it's literally punishing hot jobs because like it's it's disincentivizing hot jobs. Because then suddenly right, it places a heavy emphasis on your immediate loot, right? And then if you win If you win your hot drop, right, you're well-sorted to go purchase a loadout, and then Mm. you spend the rest of the game with the perfect gun. So it heavily de-emphasizes loot, except for literally your your initial drop, like the first 30 seconds, Uh, at, at which point, like, whatever you get is the fucking, is the most important thing in the entire game. Right, and it's fucking dumb.
0: Right. Um, they might, like so, yeah, All right.
1: they-
0: yeah. So the new the new weapons they've added in are um, the seven two five shotgun, a, a MK two carbine, which is a marksman rifle, another marksman rifle, which is the EBR, and then a handgun, fifty um, GS. I don't know what that is, but that's yeah, the, the, they oh, is that what that is? Okay. Right. Um. yeah so they're, they're kind of adding these new weapons, guns in at least they're trying to do some stuff with making these loadouts more expensive but again it's not it needs to be a lot more expensive or limit the amount of people that can use them so that again that drives the number up of how expensive these things are Yeah. because um, at this stage there's not really any point to use a weapon that's on the ground <laughs> when you can bring your own weapon in and it costs pretty much you know not a lot at all, anyway. Yeah. Um, but I guess they're trying stuff. They're, they're looking at numbers and I'm sure they'll they'll keep increasing it or doing something. I don't think they're at the point where they can get rid of it. They, they can't at this stage. It seems like too many people are attached to that sort of stuff. But they yeah. need to make it um, harder to acquire, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, uh,
1: as I explained at length, in the uh, in the IGN article, the loot portion of the game is actually very fucking important to how battle royals work. Yeah, uh, and all the people who keep yapping on about how oh, you know, but I hate in battle royals when everyone just fucking camps. People just fucking camp in warzone. People just fucking camp in warzone, motherfucker. Holy shit, that's. 90% of what people are doing in Warzone, you are heavily disincentivized to take fights in Warzone because if you can't guarantee that you're going to get more armor, you're walking into the fucking final circle with no armor. Like, yeah, uh, it's not like Apex where you can just kill someone and steal their armor off them. Like, yeah.
0: Hmm. And, but- and the, whole, the whole reason of having these um, missions in the game is to get more money, right? And yeah. so if they're if they want to force people to not camp anymore, move around, complete those missions, that means they're getting money. They're working towards getting that loadout drop and then yep. moving around a lot more. Um, I think that ends up moving probably the pace of the game up. Yeah. Cause you can, you, you eliminate at least a decent chunk of people that are camping or, it's, or at least stay, staying, still, which means you're having more fights, more encounters. You can then, uh, increase the, time i guess on the circles when they decrease and like it just automatically speeds the game up like you can probably knock a couple of minutes off a game um three minutes or something depending on how quickly you can get gear and and players out of the circle uh but at the same time we know they're talking about upping the player count to 200 at some stage and if that ends up happening then it's possible they don't need to touch the circle timings or uh you know, the other things that are sort of affected around that particular gameplay mechanic because, again, there'll just be more people, so <laughs> you're going to be in more fights anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And and then, again, that's a, another weird thing that will end up affecting um, sort of the economy, like how that works. If you're running into more people, you're acquiring maybe money even quicker, like how that'll shape the actual um, buying of loadouts and buying of equipment. Yeah, could could drastically change it's all a big
1: like there is a a giant fucking balancing act at play here that they need to fucking Mm. be careful around obviously uh, because you know it's not as simple as just changing a number but yeah that said they should start by changing the number and then balance from there not fucking try to find a balance like the other way around Uh, Because it's just not working the way it is. I'm still having fun with the game. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah. It's pretty clear how a game... of Like, there is a very obvious fucking path for you to play out in Warzone now. You land on a fucking mission. You do the mission. You find a second mission. You buy a loadout. That's it.
0: And then you go bounty missions. (laughs) Yeah, and then you go
1: bounty missions to either scare people away or to get some fucking easy money uh, for Mm. self-revives, UAVs. I had a game yesterday with uh, Liam, LJM. Uh, First of all, he got hit by a truck while standing in, like, a house. Mm. The, The truck basically, like, must have clipped through the door and hit him and it, it knocked yep. him down uh so that was six thumbs up they need to fucking they need to delete vehicles from warzone okay i i warzone like vehicles in warzone are a bigger problem than fucking loadout drops cuz they're so it's like at least loadout drops work as intended right i don't agree with the intention but at least they work as intended trucks in Warzone, are
0: fucking idiotic.
1: I cannot They account- need a,
0: a massive nerf for their health pool or something.
1: The health pool, like, you have to literally be standing on the fucking bonnet and shooting through the windshield to actually hit someone. You can't shoot- mm. The door, the window on the door is, like, the window on the door frame of the truck is all truck health pool. You can't shoot through the side window to kill someone. Right,
0: there's no bullet pen.
1: Yeah, there's no bullet pen on that. That's pure truck health. Like, that's fucking idiotic. But also, it's got a hitbox. It's about 16 times, like, bigger than it is up and down. So if it goes over a fucking thing and you're lying on a fucking, on the ground, it'll just (laughs) take you with it, even though it cleared you. Like, that's, that's an opportunity for an epic fucking moment. That they are goofing up because their fucking vehicles are the shittiest thing since fucking, like, Infinite Warfare. Like, good lord. Vehicles are fucked. They drive me bananas. But uh, anyway, so he got fucking hit by a truck that literally could not have hit him. uh, And that's how we lost that game uh, because we were in a house. We had, like, a rando with us, Fazza, uh, who was, like, pretty helpful. He was chatting. All good, uh, and then this truck came in, hit Liam. Uh, I came down to protect him because the truck driver jumped out. Uh, I, I think Liam hit it with a rocket. I hit it with a underbarrel grenade. Didn't matter. It wasn't even fucking smoking. This truck was fine. They got in the truck and drove away in it after they'd finished. Anyway, the d- dude jumps out, uh, and he downs me. Because I didn't have any armor, so he insta down me and then finishes Liam off and then runs back out, uh, and and he's sort of like running around. But I had a fucking self revive, so I just like I didn't even fucking move because I didn't. Want, I wanted him to think I was a dead body. I just fucking hit self revive and started self reviving right on the spot. Get back up, right? And then I fucking finished him off. Uh, then I finished him off by meleeing him to death. And I'm like on the fucking chat. I'm like, you dumb bitch. Anyway, uh. <laughs> his two mates like spring through the fucking windows after that and uh they ripped me up but the reason i brought up that game apart from the truck thing which is fucked uh i bought and used six uavs that game yeah six uh i bought i bought one load no yeah i bought one loadout. Uh, I bought Fazer back in six UAVs, bought myself a self revive. Oh, I found out something about the self revive. If you use it, uh, it'll get you up to like nine. You just keep using it. And then your teammate comes over and starts to revive you. They will finish the revive wherever you were up to. Hmm. And you get to keep the self revive. So I got to like 95% on a self revive. We got fucking rocketed out of our fucking car. Um, and uh, I got to 95% on the self-revive and Liam turned around and like finished it off. And I still had the self-revive after that, which is fucking, hm. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool.
0: Right. So but... you just cancel it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's like a fair chunk of time between the cancel and and the uh, actual like loss of progress. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, but anyway, yeah. so Yeah. There was that. Uh, I'd I'd spent so much fucking money. We we just earned shit tons. I think I died yeah. with 10k still left because I my plan was to kill this dude and there was a buy station real close to us that I, I was going to go buy Faza and Liam back in. That was my that was my fucking game plan. If I hadn't been fucking ripped up, I didn't have I had no armor left and I was mm. pretty low on fucking ammo, but uh. Like, I figured... You know, if I could just get to this thing... But... his two mates were in on me... Like, fucking... Uh... Immediately... Yeah... Anyway... Uh... It was... An annoying way to lose... But, uh... Yeah... Like... Eye-opening... As a game... Because, yeah... I'd fuck tons... Of money... Uh... Dying to... Trucks that shouldn't be able to hit you... Uh... The... Self-revive thing... Real learning experience... Um... Six you like they need to up the price of the UAVs as well, I think.
0: I mean we we normally run around as a crew with it's like four UAVs because we'll buy yeah. one, pop it, and then each get one, or, or like two of us yeah. will get one, the other one will get like a uh cluster strike or air strike or whatever. Yeah. But generally like that's nearly two two minutes of UAV time. Yeah, it's <laughs> and then a you use them to be aggressive, right? You go find another team and then you steal their money. And then you go buy another set of UAVs. Like, yep. yeah, the, the economy needs a, a massive, uh, a big fix. Yeah. Um, but speaking of, of cars, we were playing the other night and uh, you were out of the game <laughs> and we we're getting pretty close to finishing off this, uh, this round. Like, it was constant gunfire throughout the entire yep. match. We were just getting in all sorts of fights Uh, so we had we didn't have anything left like no money to get you back in um, no gear and Nate and I were sort of split up a little bit and I seen another team and so I jumped into a car and went straight for these two guys and just ran them straight over uh, grabbed their money (laughs) jumped back in the car so fucking gangster and then went and revived you (laughs) like this 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 circle is so small (laughs) yeah
1: they would have been fucking pissed. Because <laughs> I would have been yeah. fucking pissed. It would. It was like, it was a pro fucking move. I don't know what they were doing standing where they were, but holy shit, you'd be so upset to go out like that. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was good.
0: But in saying that, yeah, uh, vehicles need a bit of enough to sort of combat them. They need uh, a rework, man. Trucks in particular just...
1: Straight up needed rework. They're so cooked the way they are.
0: Yeah, they take so much health. Um. Anyway, still enjoying it. Uh, I don't know if there'll be a patch this week. That because that last one went up pretty late. They had yeah. delays. Obviously, all their staff are working from home right now, so patchwork is a bit rough. But yeah. they might do. Uh, they they usually do some sort of update every every Tuesday. Yeah. Um, they did like a playlist
1: update, so uh, I don't know yeah. if there's going to be an actual update. If they manage no. to roll that out, uh, yeah.
0: Anyway, still having fun with that. Um,
1: uh, go jump on my YouTube channel if you want to have a look at me and Nate. Uh, it's I only found this out later on, but um, yeah, it appears there is a um skill based matchmaking system in place in Call of Duty. Uh, because, uh, yeah, me and Nate, uh, we had a couple of rough games, I guess. And then uh, we got put into a game with a level one uh, just downloaded Warzone PlayStation yeah. player. Named I believe Jim there's skill based in
0: uh, normal multiplayer, but normal. oh,
1: There's definitely skill based matchmaking in normal multiplayer. Yeah. Uh, I'm starting to very strongly believe that there is skill-based in Warzone as well. Because I've noticed... I've noticed, like, even... Like, uh, me and Liam were doing hot drops yesterday. uh, Mm. And, like, we were... Like, proper hot drops. Immediate jump type shit. uh, Go straight for a thing. And, uh, yeah, we'd we'd win a fight or two, but there'd be so many fucking squads on top of us that it just wasn't happening. A couple of times, like having a fight my way out of shit with fucking double barrel, that kind of stuff. So we get it knocked out pretty early. And, uh, and then that game where we got hit by a truck or Liam got hit by a truck while inside our house. Uh, we were playing against the most potato cuts I've ever seen in my life. Like just abysmal play i don't even know what they were doing and there's a strong chance that they just hadn't played before and we bid skill-based match made because of because yeah. the way skill-based matchmaking works as far like people have done like tests in regular multiplayer is after five games your matchmaking bracket will severely tank if you have five deliberately bad games where you just run around and get like munched your matchmaking will tank, and you will uh you'll wind up in a much lower bracket against, and that's why a lot of the fucking like YouTuber uh like kill streaks and nukes you see are against these p- players who are just absolutely awful. Like you don't they they're like fucking looking in the sky and turning around type shit. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. what are they doing? And it turns out. That the youtuber is like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the youtuber is like fucking sh- specifically smurf themselves so they could like take on, yeah, newbies, um, first
0: nuke in Call of Duty.
1: Yeah, exactly that sort of thing. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, it happens more than you might think. Um, so I'm thinking it might very, very. Possibly be a thing in Warzone as well. Uh, I'm I'm about 90% sure it's happening in Warzone now. Um, and I don't think it should. But nevertheless, jump on... Uh, I think it's... I think if you go to youtube.com slash Joby Jojo. Let's have a squiz. Yeah. Uh, you can see my, my video saving private dealer desk. Uh, it's oh. ten. It's just shy of ten minutes long, uh, and it is me and Nate dragging this dude who's never played Warzone before all the way to a chicken dinner, and it is revolting.
0: It's called a victory, a winner victory, I My believe. Bad.
1: My bad, the, the chopper ride, all the yeah. way to the chopper ride, <laughs> helicopter ride. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Nice. Anyway. All right, uh, I've got a bunch, a lot of games on this list. There's heaps. Oh, yeah, um, and I
1: forgot one, so i got to add it.
0: You know, on there. Anyway, uh, I'll kick off. I've been playing um, an old game, Batman Arkham Knight, on the PC. Uh, so this came out in 2015, and if you recall, I played it on, I think I reviewed it on PC uh, back in the day. And at that stage, the port was a piece of shit, basically. It was yeah. terrible. Uh, a lot of a lot of technical issues. uh game didn't run very well at all. And my experience with that game was pretty heavily um, uh, assaulted, I guess, (laughs) because uh, that game reviewed pretty well on a lot of, well, I guess on the the console platforms, but on PC, it just, it struggled. And this is, uh, I had a decent PC back then. Uh, I I think I was running a, would have been running a 980. Uh, I remember Nate also had a a pretty great PC and he was having the same problems because we were playing it, before the game was released and we were both having really bad issues with it that I recall. Um so like I came out of that that particular session pretty like not happy with my experience. Like you, you kind of it's hard to judge how good a game is when you've got all these technical issues because it sort of impacts it really deeply. Yeah. Um and I, I've been looking for a game to jump into the last couple of days been a bit uh, bored trying to find stuff that's not really a lot out and I, I thought I was up for an action game so I fired that up and I, I spent a bunch of time playing um, that game I'm like 25% completion in it so far um, and I'm having a lot of fun It's uh, it runs really well now there's a, a couple of hitching sort of going on every once in a while but um, you know, I wish it ran a little bit better I'm, I'm getting about 90 I think it caps out at 90 frames uh, the actual game so oh really you can't really go higher than that but Wait, it,
1: um it cap like specifically caps like yeah got, why would it cap at 90
0: I don't know um there's That's a cap on. for 60 and then the highest it can go is 90
1: that is fucking weird
0: um so I've jacked it up to like 1440p sure um so it does drop below that every once in a while but for them and I've got like all the Nvidia um I was pushing a bunch of like physics or physics, I think it was called tech. Like uh, smoke, um, physics and uh rain and different types of lighting stuff. Um I can't remember what they were, but they were pushing a bunch of that stuff on there. And so I fired up all basically everything's on maxed apart from the resolution. I'm not running at four K. Um So yeah, it looks really nice. That game still you know to this day it looks good, it's not that old, it's a five year old game. It's not, you know, yeah. it's this generation, so it doesn't look ugly. Um, and it, it, it still plays really well. Uh, so my experience with it has definitely changed a lot because I'm now playing a, a version of it that works a lot better. Um, there's still a couple of issues that I have with it. Obviously, the, the Batmobile stuff is still very uh, central. Yeah um like i i can understand they wanted to change things up but you do spend a lot of time in that car Uh, they they do try and do a lot of puzzles around the actual batmobile um if you recall and and that stuff is really cool and interesting because you're kind of getting in and out of the car uh and doing you know trying to solve things as batman but then also in the car as well so that stuff is really cool but then you've got a lot of it, like the side missions are really tied to it. You've got to go defuse the bomb or you've got to go fight Firefly. Firefly, I think his name? Yeah. Uh, and that stuff is like in the car. Uh, you've got to do these APC missions and that stuff is in the car. Um, the Riddler stuff, a lot of the Riddler missions, you know, there's like these race courses that he's got around the, the city. They're really well done. But again, like that is all in the, in the car. So like half of the game is driving around in this car and I want to be flying around as batman and i'm not really getting a lot of that so yeah i think they they sort of misstepped a bunch of that stuff um the combat is it's it's still a fun combat system but it, it is still starting to feel a little bit dated uh particularly like the one thing i don't like that it does is these giant leaps with the animations of you're fighting a guy and you're hit the directional button and hit the next attack and it'll jump to a guy like two screens away um, and you hit him like it just looks really unrealistic yeah. when he's doing all this you know he's supposed to be this giant brooding force that's slow He's you know he's agile but he's not he's not like spider-man or anything like that like he's he's uh he's supposed to be this giant brooding force and he goes and like hits people like a truck but then all of a sudden he just Instantly, like teleports across the screen and just like bashes someone. That sort of brings me out of the um, the. Like the reality, the reality of the game. Yeah. What I'd like to see them do, like that, that works well in Spider-Man, right? Because he's got these gadgets that he can use, like his web zip to zip to somebody. It makes sense as a character. Yeah. Whereas, you Batman's not like that. So what I'd like to see them do is. And they're obviously working on a new game. We don't know what it is, but there's one that's bound to drop really soon. Sure. Uh, I want to see more gadgets being incorporated, right? In the yeah. fighting system. I think Spider-Man did such a good job with um, forcing you, not even forcing you, uh, just like giving you different options to use when you go into these fights and, and different enemies it kind of throws at you and being like, all right, use these gadgets to combat these types of enemies. Whereas... Batman doesn't really do a lot of that. It's kind of different attacks that the enemies are throwing at you and like having to sort of um, deal with them being like, oh, this is it. I got to press the counter button here or I've got to press the stun button here. They do like a lot of those sort of attacks on you, but you're not really switching between gadgets much uh, to try and deal with enemies. And uh, I think that's one way that they could really make, like ramp up the combat, like make it more, interesting uh because for the most part you kind of just button mashing you're trying to build up that combo meter by pressing the x button a bunch um you can obviously switch between like your batarang mid-fight and all that sort of thing but there's no real reason to do it um so yeah and like he could use his grapple his bat bat grapple i think it's called to get across to the other side of the screen right he could he could turn around and like i don't know grapple the dude and bring them to him and that's a way to solve that sort of uh, th- those sort of encounters where a person is out of reach, but you still want to kind of hit them or do something with them. So I think they they could really tighten up the combat uh, a little bit. I just feel like over the years we've seen, uh, obviously Batman was like the Batman is the model that we've gone after for so long because it did yeah. such a great job. But um, I think that there's other games out there that have sort of exceeded that. Whether it's your Spider-Man or you got a War or um you know your dark souls or like trying to incorporate different fighting styles like bring it up to date yeah uh, so i'm really excited to sort of see what they do with their next game and like what they learned coming out of that one and then what everyone else is doing um especially imagine, if they look towards.
1: i'm imagining a batman in the dark style dark souls combat style now and i think it'd be pretty fucking interesting
0: I I don't know if they can do that though, just because of like where this series has gone. It's, it's... it'd
1: have to be completely separate. It'd have to be like a spin-off. Yeah. It'd have to be its own thing. Like either you could do like full-blown, just like a different character, do like Red Hood or something, someone hmm. who's known for his brutal fucking combat style, or. Yeah, completely separate. Because, you know, theoretically, Warner Bros. are doing fucking 15 fucking Batman games, right? Warner Bros. Montreal's got one coming, and fucking Rocksteady's doing one, (laughs) and fucking... Who fuck knows? Uh, But, uh, yeah, like... Yeah, it'd have to be separate from the Arkham series. But at the same time, it'd be pretty fucking... Like, have him fucking... I think, you know, my initial run would have him wake up in the... uh, in the pit of souls, you know, Razogul's sort of pit, uh, yeah. come back from the dead and have that sort of be the mechanic have like, instead of, uh, uh, bonfires, have him find a channel to the pit of souls where it can respawn every time and have it be that, you know, real brutal style of combat that he does in the, that Christian Bale did in the, um, Dark Knight series and yeah have him fight fuck all people but have it like big on story and have those huge encounters that'd be pretty cool that'd be pretty interesting have it like really focus on Batman as a, a combat yeah. artist and like you'd have to have puzzles you'd have to have some fucking killer puzzles
0: that'd be pretty cool I like I still feel like this game's got some really cool puzzles in there. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they can do such a big swing to the Dark Souls combat just because of how arcadey um the Batman Arkham series sort of combat is. So uh but yeah, I, I would like to see them sort of incorporate his gadgets a lot more into the, you know into the fights against specific enemies. You know, have them be, you know, the scissor paper rock type stuff where all right, this thing's coming after you. What do I use? What's the best way to deal with them? As opposed to right now, it's pretty much just, you know, punch, punch, punch. Oh, there's two guys that are about to, me. You I know, better counter twice. And then this guy's using his red attack, which means he's charging at me. So I've got to jump over the top of him. Like they do a lot of that, but yeah. there's not really much. Like I got to throw my batarang at this thing, at least not yet, but I don't recall it ever getting to that stage. So yeah, I'm still keen to see what they've sort of learned. Um, Two other things, which which has really stuck out to me. And I'm pretty sure I I complained about this last time, which is the detective mode. I think that it's way too... um, You rely on it way too much in this game. game. Like switching between that X-ray vision mode where everything goes to sort of blue and you've got the orange outlines of all the characters that are around and you see the skeletal system and then the orange bits that you can sort of interact with, like the vents on the walls or the grates that you can sort of climb into underground or the walls that you can break through to grab people like you're in that mode way too much i feel like and it sort of detracts from the environment that's around you like you can't really see anything and you just spend so much time in this mode um they do throw enemies at you later on that are like oh if you use this then they'll know you're using it they're like detecting your signal and if you use it too much then they'll come after you and can find you um but yeah i think it'd be more interesting if they had some sort of outline system like a um, like a Far Cry or something where you can kind of, you get into your arena, right? And then you can start marking objects like, oh, there's a grate there and it sort of changes the color of it or mark all the people and all of a sudden you can sort of, it highlights them, right? And so you can still see the world as it is, but it's sort of highlighting these objects for you to interact with, like sort of scouting out your area, your approach attack, as opposed to just hitting the directional detective mode and just seeing everything in blue and orange and being like, all right, where do I go now? And just staying in that mode the entire time it's just i don't think it's a um really good way to keep going with that series at least i think there's a better way of yeah doing that um the other thing i'm not a fan of and this is just particularly it's not nothing gameplay wise but arkham knight the actual title character uh, is a villain in this game uh his voice they use like a voice modulator where you they're trying to hide uh the person's voice or who it is it just doesn't fit this world. <laughs> like it sounds like they've gone down to like the two dollar shop and bought one. Oh, right. Really? It's he sounds like he should be a character in the Borderlands franchise. <laughs> like his voice does not <laughs> match. I think right. of what they did with Batman in um, the, the sort of the Zack Snyder universe where they they gave him this awesome voice, right? Yeah. And you think about it because the the idea there is to try and hide that he's Bruce Wayne, right? yeah um uh, and so it would have been really cool that they gave him a badass voice in the arkham knight a badass voice as, as opposed to him just sounding like this really <laughs> this really weird whiny character it's like it just doesn't fit like i wanted to be sort of menacing and that's not the vibe i'm getting from that character at all yeah so anyway just a bit of a nitpick but otherwise yeah i'm enjoying it like i'm having fun with it i feel like i'm gonna keep keep going through um I'm definitely liking it more than the last time i played it and uh you know the world is awesome they do such a good job on making buildings unique right like you look at a building it's got so much detail and character about it they get these bright neon signs and it's, it's sort of like every building is attributed to some sort of law in the batman universe like you see a billboard and it'll have like uh like vicky vale's nightly show or something like that and uh you go past areas and like i immediately remember going past a building and being like oh yeah that's where like poison ivy is sort of thing like you you immediately just recognize it because it's so iconic in your brain from those you know from those last times you've played it so yeah i think they do a really good job of, of sort of uh giving the world making it sort of its own characters this as opposed to like a generic sort of bland thing um but it, it definitely feels small to me as well. It doesn't seem like a big game. You can sort of get from one end to the other as Batman um, pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, in the Batmobile, it's a bit harder because they lock off sections of, of Gotham via the bridges and you can't really do much of that. Yeah. But uh, you know, when you compare that to where we've seen like the Assassin's Creed series go or even um, New York with Spider-Man, just like how massive those worlds are yeah i'm really interested to see like what they do with this next game um and is it gonna be gotham again or is it like new gotham or um (laughs) where do they go from here because they've gone from like arkham asylum to uh i think it was called old gotham possibly it was sort of like a a sanctioned
1: Yeah. yeah yeah um
0: and then they've gone to sort of like gotham now and do you do that again or do you go somewhere else? Maybe, like, are they doing Batman or is it, like, this? is it a Justice League game? Yeah. And maybe you're in Metropolis or something? I, I, uh, or else I don't is know. Yeah,
1: there's what? Uh, Atlantis? Bloodhaven. Uh, <laughs> what's the, what's the Central City? Is that, um... What's his faces? What's Flash's? Oh...
0: Uh, I don't remember. I don't. I'm not really a Flash person.
1: Uh, yeah. The and fucking Oliver's Green Arrow's place. What's that
0: fucking Green City? Green City. I don't know. I don't. Know. Anyway, I never watched any of that stuff. Um, um oh, I did, but didn't get to invest into it. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway. All I, know, I don't know what the city's called, but all I know is everyone inside it has failed this city. Uh, he's, yes. Is he still on it? Is that show still going?
0: I, don't know. I think it is because.
1: Uh, weren't they in the Crisis? Yeah, yeah. I, crisis, watched, crisis? I, I watched that one, yeah. But that's it. I thought. It seemed like he. I don't want to spoil anything, but it seemed like he died yeah. and shit. So I don't know. Oh, maybe.
0: Maybe.
1: Anyway. Yeah,
0: anyway. Uh, yeah so uh, Batman Arkham Knight, it's It's. it's you know, I'm having a lot more fun with it this time around, but uh, it's got me craving for whatever they're working on next. So it's got to be soon, right? They keep teasing this fucking game. Um, <laughs> yeah, who knows? Like,
1: just fucking pull the trigger, dickheads! No, nah, gotta tease it out for another fucking three years or some shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, Batman Arkham Knight out now. There you go. Um, nice. You got any games you want to talk about, or should I keep going?
1: Uh, yeah, let's let's go through my games for a bit, shall we? Uh, kick off with Exploding Kittens. Um, jumped on like I think we we use Facebook Messenger uh, with Nate, and his girlfriend played some Exploding Kittens like with them on video chat. Hmm. Uh, that was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool way to yeah uh to play that like there's a it's a mobile game so you can like get it on mobile i think it's like two bucks or some shit Mm -hmm. uh it's a good price and yeah you can play with other people uh over the internet it does like a lot of the rule stuff for you so uh it's a it's a very easy game to play you buy expansion packs and stuff nate bought all the expansion packs because he bought them we were all able to play them even though we hadn't all bought the expansion.
0: Yeah, that's good. Good way to doing it. Yeah.
1: And, uh... It's just, uh... Yeah. A good isolation-style party game. Um... Yeah, I had Facebook Messenger up on a tablet. Uh... Playing on... I was playing on my wife's phone. She was playing on my, uh... My tablet. So she could, like, read the cards a bit easier. And, uh... Yeah, it was just good fun. We're drinking and playing games, and we're gonna have a pun at uh, Jackbox or something. I think that'd probably work as well. Like murder trivia party or something. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just a cool way to go about things. The only only real problem I think was uh, I think Katie had the volume on the game on. Yeah, like a fucking pod person. Who has volume on there? I don't have volume on my phone at any point in time ever. No, I took uh, the button off. Like, I think it's the only way to go about things, really. Like, good lord. Um, so that was. I don't yeah, even know what my it.
0: ringtone is. It's, it does. There is no ringtone as far as I know. Because
1: yeah. that's all. I'm nearby, fucking, you know, pick it okay. up.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, you're like, why? Why is someone calling me? Hmm. Um, anyway. Uh, It was good. Uh, It was a good wordplay. And... uh, Yeah, so if you're... I don't know. If you're looking for a self-ISO game you can play with other people from, you know, across the way. Check that one out. It's good.
0: Yeah. We've been playing Words with Friends too.
1: I... uh, I check. I I had a look at... I don't think it was... Yeah, it was 2. And I just... It's like ads for days and all this kind of shit.
0: It's got a lot of ads, yeah. Basically, every time you have a move, there's an ad.
1: Right. That's fucking ugh. get the fuck out of yeah. here. Fuck that shit. Um. So that was a bummer. Anyway. Um. What else have we got here? I'm st- Uh. Still playing Monster Train. Uh, yeah, hold up.
0: it's uh, it's still it's still uh going. <laughs> I love
1: Monster Train. Holy shit, man. Uh. Like. I, I've i said it before... It's not as... I don't think it's as good as Slay the Spire, uh, But it's different... Yeah... And I like how it's different... And... Uh, I find... Like I unlocked the last... Um, race... Finally... Because uh, I'd been playing... I, I fucking worked this out way late... Uh, but I'm playing a, uh, a... Specific... I think it was... Green... Blue build that relied very heavily on just a cut, like maybe three sort of four big units and then spells to keep them going. Um, Which, A, always gets fucked on the last boss and B, um, or doesn't always, but like half the time gets fucked on the last boss because he does, he eats your spells, uh, turns all spells into consume which is a huge crotch punch if you need spells. Uh, actually, my latest run's going to be fuck. Oh, my Lord. Uh, that's going to be rough. Anyway. Anyway, uh, so there's that. And then there is... Um, yeah, the problem that to unlock the last race, you needed to, like, summon 250 units or something, like 300 units or something. Mm. And because uh, I, I was only doing fucking four units a turn... Uh, like a game or like a match, whatever, a level, uh, I got there in the end, um, because I was only doing four. Yeah. It was taking me fucking forever. And I'm like, Oh, I should just do like a unit heavy, just fucking like spam units type fucking build. So I can unlock these last guys. And if you, if I'd unlocked the last guys already, it mm. would be unbelievably easy. Uh, to to unlock the last guys with them because they are very unit spammy. You chonk out fucking units. You just fucking hammer them out. Um, yeah. So here yeah, anyway. Um, I I guess like I just uh, use it as a, a bit of a time sink. Like I was playing yeah. it before this started and. It's good because I can quit halfway through a run and just like come back to it and I've always got a pretty good idea of what I was doing last time it, it's not that like easy to get lost I think yeah. it, because you've got such a broad um you've got you've gotta have a pretty broad strategy um yeah, you don't wind up getting too lost in Slay the spire if you come back later, you're sort of like, where was I? <laughs> I had a trick. There was a trick to this play <laughs> through. Yeah. And I don't remember what that trick was. And then you like sit there for fucking five minutes looking through the cards and like, I think it was this. And then you get in, and you've forgotten about one of your artifacts and you're like, oh no, it was, oh fuck. And you die. Anyway. Um, yeah. It's a good game. Uh, I really yeah.
0: Like um, I'm, I'm teeing up an interview with those guys. Um, nice. The podcast. So maybe... Cool maybe we'll do something next week if you've got time maybe we can drag you on I don't know we'll figure something out but cool we're uh, trying to get a chat with those guys to talk on here about it
1: yeah I like it um yep yeah cool uh and that's about that uh speaking of games that you can't just leave halfway through Risk of Rain 2 I've been playing Risk of Rain 2 again I just sort of wanted a uh a mindless shooter I guess yep ...that I can play on my own... ...um... ...and... ...uh... ...Risk of Rain... ...to... ...sort of... ...fills... ...uh... ...that need... ...until... ...it really doesn't... ...it stops doing that... ...at some point... ...like at one point... ...through every fucking run... ...it no longer... ...is no longer a mindless shooter... ...it is... ...uh... ...the most stressful... ...fucking experience known to man... (laughs) Uh, everything is way too intense and you're like "Ah, right yeah Uh, the problem Risk of Rain 2 has primarily is that you can't quit halfway through a run and come back Uh, and some of my runs go like for two plus hours and the way I handle it is I just alt tab away I just like pause and alt tab away and then I come back later on uh, right. but if I were to try to play anything else during that time I would be fucked why? because uh, I assume I can't play Warzone and have Risk of Rain 2 running at the same time
0: uh, my computer isn't that beefy you need uh, you need some like Xbox uh, what do they call it? this new technology where you can start stuff up it sort of stores it in uh, memory yep. or something Yep, that's what I need <laughs> yeah.
1: um but yeah uh it's it's a good game They made a bunch of changes i've unlocked all but one of the characters now uh i'm getting like well deep into into how those characters work i had a run the other day where not only did i unlock the second last character that i hadn't yet unlocked akrid uh, which is extremely tricky to do. Uh, to unlock him, you've got to, like, go through a portal. Uh, so if you haven't played Risk of Rain 2, uh, it's sort of a third-person shooter where you, like, you just kill a lot of enemies, and killing enemies gives you money, and money allows you to open chests, and chests gives you items. And items uh, enhance your character, and Risk of Rain 2 is really about creating these like insane characters that are basically impossible to do anything about until you run into something where you couldn't possibly do anything about them. Uh, Like it's just this insane ramp of power. Like it doesn't restrict you, restrict the amount of items you can carry. Uh, You can carry as many items as you can fucking purchase. And so you wind up in a situation where you're just like constantly increasing. Uh, And like it's not stingy like the items, you know, where other games might be like, oh, uh, you can have as many items as you like. This does a 0.2% increase to your attack speed. And so you'd need like fucking 400 of the cunts just to see an appreciable difference. Risk (laughs) of Rain 2 isn't like that. It's like, oh, yeah. Uh, if you pick up this hoof, you can move ten percent faster, and now you've got fifteen of them and uh that's actually a problem. You probably shouldn't have gotten fifteen of them because now you move so fast that if you hit a bump, you sky off into the fi- fu- uh, you like launch off into the sky, and uh when you land, you take fifty percent of your health in damage, and it's very difficult anytime you sprint now. Uh, It's very difficult for you to actually stop and kill anything... Because they're gone by the time you get to them. Like, you just fucking... Piss around all over the place. Or, you know, like... Your attack speed has increased so far... That you are now less efficient... uh, Than you were before... Because you've reached a point where, like... Your attack speed is as fast as the global cooldown... So your options are to either... Hammer the button as fast as humanly possible... Oh, there's like a fucking character... Whose, uh, whose attacks, like, cost you health. And I died as him uh, because I was alternating. Uh, so if, if you press his R&B, uh, right mouse button, he does, like, this long, basically infinite range fucking, like, attack. Uh, but it costs you 40% of your health, and it fucking wallops cunts, right? And hmm. if you do his LMB... Uh he gets I think it's thirty percent health back. So it costs you forty percent, but you get thirty percent back. Uh and so I was like fucking I could do those two attacks as fast as humanly possible. I had enough like uh like the cooldown on them was like this. I had fucking stacks of them. Uh, I had like the there's like a magazine clip that allows you to have Multiple uh, your mouse 2 ability, and I had fucking eight of those or something. Anyway, so by the time the eighth one would finish, like they were basically just constantly refreshing. I couldn't like spam them fast enough to get rid of them. Uh, And so I was just cycling between like LMB, RMB, LMB, RMB, LMB. And I missed like two LMBs in a row, and that killed me because I fucking. I'd be like bang, 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 and because I missed the two LMBs, I didn't get the thirty percent health back I needed to stay alive. Uh, so I just fucking pancaked myself with one hundred and twenty percent damage, and that's how I died. It was uh, it was not a fantastic death, but it was like a like that's fucking rad. Like when you first start out as that character, you like walk uh, slower than fucking Stephen Hawking. And, like, you can't fucking do anything. You're like, oh, yeah, I'll just, I'll shoot this. I'll do my R&B, and then that takes five seconds to cool down, and I might as well just spam with my L&B for a bit. Mm -hmm. And then eventually that one little thing dies. And then, like, yeah, you get to that, get to the point where I was up to, and, like, everything is dying. Like, the moment you fucking, the moment it spawns. And I'm talking, I'm not talking, like, little things. I'm talking, like, the uh, monster that was a boss on the first level, there's now like six of the cunts, and you have deleted them from existence before they've even fucking managed to get anything off. Uh, it's like rad. I had this run where, uh, yeah, I managed to go through the portal down this like down this jumping puzzle to another portal, and. You go through and you're in this zone where uh, the air itself takes damage. You've got to stand in these small zones to actually, uh, like, not die. Uh, and then you activate the zone and enemies come. And the enemies have, like, the items that you have. They, they have access to items that you've got. And, uh, like, they eventually get, like, proper high tier items uh and you've just got to sort of fucking deal with them uh mm-hmm. and you gotta kill them you gotta do i think it's nine waves of this and it's every three waves they add another fucking enemy type and they add like better fucking items and like they just start to get really fucking scary like they're really capable of doing a lot of fucking damage uh but if you get to through the ninth one and you finish the ninth wave um you unlock the the acrid guy the 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 second last guy uh who uh his sprint so when he sprints it cancels his attack animation and uh when he attacks it cancels his sprint animation Mm. and so you can animation cancel your way into just these infinite fucking swipes where you just like, boop, 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 boop. like he never, like you have to time it kind of well, yeah. but uh like, yeah, you, there's no like cooldown on the effect of it. So basically you can murder everything. Uh He's again, slow as fuck, but like he gets a little bit of momentum out of fucking swiping. So he actually moves faster while he's swiping. So you just like hold forward and tap the sprint button and hold down on mouse one and just like swipe everywhere. And you just like look for things to fucking swipe on. You're just like fucking swiping. Anyway, I, like, I unlocked him. So that was pretty good. And then I actually also got to go to the gilded coast and fight a, another monster, uh, which I'd never done before uh very difficult to to defeat uh but i managed to do it um and when i killed him this artifact that spawned him as a fucking helper monster uh which was ridiculous uh because like he spawned in basically as good as he was in the boss fight so it was me, the person who managed to beat him in the boss fight, and the boss, just fucking walloping cunts. And it must have been—I think it was worth like fucking six stages just getting him. Like there was a huge fucking game changer. Uh, I don't think I would have lasted as long as I did without him because he attracted so much fucking attention. The only like the only reason I died in that one was because I was this was this character that is widely considered to be the worst uh, in the game. I can't remember what she's called, but uh, her special abilities, she can float, which isn't very good. Uh, like it's not, not as useful, like fucking, I don't know. I, I, don't, I have never fucking run into a scenario where floating is my, oh yeah. If only I'd, I'd been able to float, like yeah. fuck off. Um, But I found, like, she had some pretty good attacks and, like, once you... Once you, like, this, The thing about Risk of Rain 2 is, right, like, even the bad characters can get crazy good once you stack enough of any particular fucking item on them. So I had, like, the item... I think it was the item where, like, when they die, they explode. And the more of those you have, the bigger the radius of the explosion, I think. And so it's like it didn't even matter at that point right i just find i would like run around as her i always had like you know shit tons of speed so i was just like running around and just dodging and like eating a bit of shit each time but i just stay alive and then i turn around and i'd shoot and kill one person and the chain reaction explosion that that would cause would kill everything then i'd be like on to the next thing and like my fucking frame rate would tank down to fucking fourteen while all these explosion effects were happening. And I'm like <laughs> Yeah. Well, I hope I don't die while the frames are dropping. Uh but let's see how we go. And then, yeah, I'd come back. Actually. Yeah. I think I did get saved by floating. <laughs> Cause I got skied. I got like flung off into the sky at one point. Right. Uh and it was as the explosions were happening and so I just held on the space bar so that she could float and when the frame rate like returned to normalcy like I was about fucking 10 meters off the ground floating and I definitely would have fucking crated Uh, I I would have fucking pancaked for sure so I think I got saved there There you go go. there you go thanks floating you're not the worst after all
0: right anyway uh, is, is Risk of Rain 2 still in
1: early access? Uh, yes. Yeah. They just so. they just did a like a big update um the other day. But I haven't checked it out yet. Early access artifacts. Uh yeah. March thirty one. So probably yeah. April, like yesterday fast. I haven't played it <laughs> since then though.
0: Yesterday, so. yeah. Cool, uh, cool, cool.
1: Cool, cool, cool. And right. what else we got? It's Paper fire rookie. Um Paper Fire Rookie is a Australian made VR game where you play a rookie firefighter. And pardon me. It's uh it's pretty goofy. It's uh extremely Australian. Uh like you've got this uh you got this guy who, in his extremely australian voice he's like g'day rookie you're a new firefighter and we're gonna take you out and get you to fight some fires uh, and you live in this place called paper town uh, and they've never had a fire before and uh it's all sort of seems like a disaster
0: waiting to happen
1: <laughs> basically and uh yeah you go in and you fight fires uh it's it's very entertaining. I think my biggest problem with it is that I don't understand the tone it's going for. Because, like, uh, I guess graphically, like, from an art perspective, it's very kiddie, right? Like, it's very, uh, ch- you know, childish, I guess. Like, it, it sure. seems like it's aimed at a younger audience. But I got the feeling that the like it, the game itself isn't, I guess, right? Like, it feels like... Yeah, maybe it's for kids, and yet... Yeah, I don't know how well a lot of the the humour would go over with kids, you know? I don't think he swears, but I think he might have said something that I was like... Uh, I don't think he's supposed to say that in a children's game. Um, <laughs> that's my biggest problem with it. Uh, that ends... Um, it seemed like it only... Ha- it didn't have, like, a push-button turn. Uh, it had, like... Uh, I don't know how you describe Like, manual turning. You had to turn your actual body hmm. to turn. Uh, but uh, that might be something I can fix in the settings. It's super entertaining. Uh, like, uh, yeah, like, just a fucking amusing, like, humorous shooter game. Because you like when you're fighting the fires, it's not like you get a hose or something you've got a fucking water gun and you just fucking shoot the shoot the fires and basically takes you through uh these levels and it's got like this big like not big this open world it's got this open world area and you can go use that it's sort of like a hub world uh that you use to go from like level to level you get to the next level and you find your next location so that you can fight the next fire and stuff like that and uh yeah like you know it's pretty amusing I like very wildly between appreciating the uh voice acting and hating it like uh like but that's just like classic Australian cultural cringe like you're like oh no Hmm. oh Australian accents no and you're like "Ah that is classic classic yobo shit yeah. um yeah but uh it's pretty like pretty entertaining I, I had a pretty good time with it like if I could fix it so that I could turn independently on a on a button it would basically be ideal uh yeah it's I'm sort of going through and trying to put together like a list of games people should play once they've finished Half-Life Alex because you know you're about to ha- well uh whenever the Postal Service works its shit out. You will have a <laughs> yeah. VR. You'll have the capacity. 2021. VR. Uh, fingers yeah. crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> once that happens, yeah, you'll be able to play some VR. Um, but yeah, it, I, I I assume you won't want to stop at playing Half-Life Alex. I assume people don't want to spend $1,000 for a single game. Uh, generally, when you buy a new platform, you want to play a couple of different games and uh yeah, figured I'd have a squiz. And uh yeah, this uh it's an Auss- it's Aussie made, which is cool and Yeah, it's very Australian. And is it's quite it free or is it uh, No, it's I think it's twelve bucks Australian right. on Steam. Yeah. Um Yeah. My any list I make is gonna be notoriously absent of any Oculus only games because I don't have an Oculus. I can't right. be fucking getting revive to work, so Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's worth checking out if you get a VR machine. Uh, yeah, like, and you're looking for a VR game to play. Yep. Yeah. Awesome.
0: All right. Uh, I'll I'll go. I'll go next. Do it. Because you've got more after this. Um, I've been playing Borderlands Three again. Mm. The DLC. Uh, Well, a a new batch of DLC dropped recently, uh, but I hadn't played the old lot either. Um, The codes that we got, the review codes, didn't have, what was it called? Like a season pass attached to it. Um, But I have had a chance to get one of those recently. And so I jumped back into the first lot of DLC that was released a little while back called Moxie's Heist of the Handsome Jackpot. Um, And this one in particular revolves around Handsome Jack, so the the villain of Borderlands 2. Possibly the best villain out of the three sort of main games. Um, like, not, not including the DLC. But uh, it's about his sort of, like, space casino that has gone into sort of, like, this lockdown after he has died. And people that have been left stranded on there have sort of gone a bit stir-crazy. Um, and Moxie has this plan to go there and steal all of the, uh, the loots that has been left there. Uh, and so you put together like a, a crack team of bandits, or vault hunters uh, on this casino and, and you've got to try and get all the loot. Um, the second lot of DLC that just came out last week is called Guns, Loves, Guns Love and Tentacles. And um, I think it's got like a subtitle to it, The Marriage of Wainwright and Hammerlock. And this one is about uh, two characters, Hammerlock and Wainwright are having a wedding. They're getting married. And they go to this like frozen planet where they're going to have their ceremony. And you're invited as the Vault Hunter. Um, And they're inviting a bunch of other guests to this place. And you get there and uh, things don't seem as they should be as according to the brochure they've been sold on. Uh, you get there and there's this like weird cult (laughs) that is on the planet and they're sort of like worshiping this giant, uh, frozen monster thing that is overlooking the place. And, uh, yeah, things just don't go to plan for this wedding and you're tasked with trying to solve those issues that fall apart. Um, I haven't managed to finish the new one as of yet. I'm going to hold off at this point because I've reached the level cap and I've pretty much reached the uh, the gear score cap as well. So uh, with the game once you get to the you know the max level and you finish the game, you start earning new gear and each item has a gear score attached to it and that kind of increases as you get more and more gear. but there is a cutoff point and um, that will be fixed in the new, Uh, mayhem 2.0 system that's coming out pretty soon and what they're going to be doing in that one is your gear will be attached to your mayhem level and so the higher up in mayhem that you go the better weapons that you get so um that means that currently i'm playing in mayhem 3 and i think there's four mayhem levels Uh, so the higher up i go in the levels sort of like the way that diablo works uh, the harder the game will get uh, but i'll be getting better loot as well so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick around and wait for that to drop and then I'll jump in and finish. Um yeah. Guns Lump, and Tentacles cause otherwise I'm just not getting any more gear. And I kinda wanna see how that goes as I start progressing it, making it a bit harder. Because um, i 'cause I'm 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 surviving Mayhem three at this stage. I'm not really having much trouble. Yeah. But at the same time, if I increase it, I don't wanna make the game harder and I'm not really getting rewarded out of it. Like I've kind of hit the spot where I'm not getting any more gear that you know I'm getting gear but it's nothing that is really better uh, unless I go hunting for stuff like what's the best build and I'm not really interested in doing that sort of route um, in Borderlands that was definitely something I did in Diablo like what's the best hunter gear in Borderland? uh sorry in Diablo and I'll go and find like the you know specific crossbow that I needed and certain set of items but here I'm just like I'm cool with getting whatever I want um so once that Mayhem 2.0 drops I'll jump back in And then uh, finish that particular, a lot of DLC. But what I will say is that something I complained about last week when I was talking about Control, the foundation, the new DLC for that was that it felt very samey in terms of the environments. Like it felt like I had been here before or it wasn't really showing me anything new in terms of its aesthetic, like the way the game looked. It was kind of like, oh, okay, I'm in another, like, office area in this weird building and i've seen like all these art assets before type stuff whereas uh immediately in like moxie's heist it's 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 like you haven't seen that before in the borderlands 3 that you've been through before like it all looks brand new it's this giant casino bright colors is um you know there's really interesting places water fountains and all this stuff going on and then you jump into like guns love and tentacles and then again that's like a completely different uh area that you haven't really been to before like it looks different from the other stuff that you've seen Um, i was a bit worried about um the initial sort of area in guns love and tentacles because it's a frozen planet and the beginning of borderlands 2 i think you're on a like a frozen planet yeah yeah borderlands 2 um, and I was worried about that being very similar. Like, oh, we're, we're back on here again, like somewhere we've seen before. But you immediately kind of get into the town and it's got this, like, um, like, H.P. Lovecraftian sort of feel to it. Uh, and then you start getting into these weird buildings and there's, they like, old libraries and purples, like, lots of purples and blues. And, like, there's a very specific color palette to this particular game that i don't think is in the sorry this particular dlc that i don't think we've seen in the other uh areas we visited on the other worlds so i appreciate that they've gone sort of out of their way to make things look different and then on top of that you've got like new enemies that you encounter like they they don't look like stuff you've fought before um whereas the foundation the control dlc it was like here's a new enemy type and it's kind of like one um so i think i've done an excellent job in the borderlands 3 expansions to sort of give you stuff that's new like people if you like borderlands 3 it's more borderlands it's kind of like borderlands 3 and borderlands 2 like if you like borderlands 2 you're gonna like borderlands 3 because it's more borderlands yeah (laughs) that's sort of what they've done with the dlc right um there's awesome characters that you meet along the way uh characters that you haven't seen in a while um some fan favorites come back and so that sort of stuff is really good so they're sort of introducing um you know, people that you hadn't seen in the actual Borderlands 3 main campaign and then bringing them into these DLC storylines and having them sort of play a a bit more of a main role, which is is really cool. Um, I had a lot of fun with it, man. Like, I've basically sat there for hours and hours playing through Borderlands. uh, And the only reason I stopped was not because I'm not having any fun anymore, but because I want to wait for this next update to drop. And so I can jump in and get even more cool gear. Um, so the, the actual guns that I'm using at the moment, I've got a an assault rifle that sets people on fire. That's like my primary gun in number one slot. And uh, the longer I hold down the fire button, the more fire the, the fire rate gets quicker. Um, so I've got like a perk that does that. But with this particular gun every time that i crit somebody it adds two ammo to my chamber and it's got about 95 bullets per clip anyway and so i can sit there and just crit people for for days because every time i crit somebody it adds another two bullets in the chamber and so sometimes i'm sitting there with a the full chamber just holding down the button just destroying <laughs> uh, and then on top of that it also ricochets two bullets off to another enemy. And so the entire screen is just like filled with orange with like bullets bouncing everywhere, crit damage numbers flying off. And I'm not having to reload. I'm just like spraying everybody down. Uh, so I'm a big fan of that gun. Um, my secondary gun is like a an SMG that does, uh, it, it's really good against armor. Um, so it sort of melts people's armor. And so I switched between that like I'll melt their armor away, and then I'll switch to the fire weapon, and then I'll use that to sort of finish them off. It does a really good job of like throwing a different mix of enemy types at you, so you've got to have the right gun on there to sort of do the most amount of damage. Uh, you know, the, the guys with the shields will come out, and so you've got to switch to um, the, the like electricity guns to sort of deal a lot of damage to their shields. And so that's my third gun. I've got a a uh, it does electricity damage. And it doesn't have a magazine on it. It's one of those ones where it has a cooldown, and once it hits a certain limit, it overheats, and you got to let it cool down again. Um, so they're like my three guns that are in rotation. And then I've got a grenade. I really like the grenade I've got. It basically bounces three times, and each time it bounces, it creates like a like a clone of itself, but it sits in the one spot and it spins around and shoots bullets everywhere. And so it does that three times and I'll get into an arena and I'll just like ping, I've got like 10 grenades or something like that. I'll just ping like six of them just in the room. And the room is like 20 grenades in the room, just spinning around shooting bullets. And I'll just stand back. My pet is in the middle of the room doing what it does, which is just tank. And I'll sit back and just destroy everybody. Um, So yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's, it's really cool. Uh, You know, it did what borderlands 3 was supposed to do which was add a bunch of quality of life changes to it um i don't think it did a lot more other than that like i I wish it would have you know my idea of what a borderlands 3 was or could have been wasn't what it was like it didn't take that idea of where mmos have gone or sort of like what uh what even Diablo was doing with its adventure mode and, and that sort of stuff, it kind of just did more Borderlands 3 and that was it. You know, there weren't any big raids or stuff that you're sort of seeing out of um, games of the service. You know, what what des- Destiny, Destiny or yeah. um, Division. The Division is doing, that sort of yep. stuff. So that's kind of my most disappointing thing about Borderlands 3. But at the end of yep. the day, it's doing what it does well and I still have fun with it
1: yeah I was i I saw you playing on Discord and I was pretty interested about that but I didn't want to get back in because I guess I stopped playing Borderlands 3 when they nerfed all the guns because hmm. I very firmly believe that Borderlands is a game where you should buff everything else as opposed to nerf the stuff people really like. yeah uh, I think we so- we spoke about this at the time. Well, it sounds like they might be back to making really good guns again like really awesome guns again.
0: I like the gun that I've got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the point that's why I've stopped playing because I'm like, I feel like I've got the gun that I've got and I'm just going to be nitpicking at that stage. Like, oh, do I want this specific type of gun to do this? Or I'm not really going to get better damage numbers because um, that's what I usually do. I look at the damage numbers and I'm like, oh, it's got better rate of fire, does more damage. I need a new fire gun, so I'll do that one. Um, whereas at this stage, it's like I've hit the gear score limit and I'm just yeah. sort of picking... What sort of build I want? And I'm pretty happy with what I've got, so I'm not going to min max and watch YouTube videos of what the best builds are. I'm just not interested in that sort of thing. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah.
1: But I am more mean like you know, it, it sounds like the guns are interesting because you remember when we play, we were playing back when it launched. It yeah. was like we had those guns. I, I had that, I had whatever that shotgun was that I fucking loved to death, and then they nerfed the fuck out of it, and I'm like. All right, well, that was my favorite gun. You ruined it, so I'm not going to play anymore. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, it sounds like, yeah, they're adding more guns that are cool as opposed to ruining the ones that are to make others seem more interesting or whatever. Well, it does that
0: thing where it surprises you as well, where I had a... uh, This is early on I was playing. I had my my SMG um, uh, that did oh fuck what's it called um it was like radiation damage i think and uh with that one in particular i found a pistol that was really good and i switched to it i was like yeah it's fine it's okay and so i was running around using that and then i accidentally pressed the you know a lot of the guns have like an alternate fire mode on it um it'll switch it from like a burst fire or it'll just do something sometimes it's just completely crazy or it'll be like it shoots a different type of elemental effect at at, uh, the enemy now. Um, So I had this pistol. I hit the the fire button to change the fire rate and uh, it was initially set to burst fire and this one went to full auto and it was spraying like 30 bullets in about a second and a half and I was like, what the fuck? Like, Why was this the default thing? Um, And so I switched to that. I was just ripping people up constantly with this thing. So, yeah, there's a lot of cool little guns that you find because cool. I was always about just I'm happy using the assault rifle and then having, yeah. like, an SMG and then, like, a sniper rifle in the background or, like, a um, like a rocket launcher is my four and sort of the first two and three I kind of alternate between. Like, I don't really like shotguns that much. It's not really my thing in Borderlands. But, uh, yeah, every once in a while they surprise you with some of the guns, so i've I've enjoyed it and i don't know the guns that i'm using if they're specifically part of the dlc sort of updates or if they've yeah. been in there all along um it'd be really cool to have like a you know some sort of indicator on the the weapons like they've already got manufacturer names right yeah if it was a specific part of a dlc whether you're in, like where did i get this from uh it would be cool i think but, you'd have to just Google yeah a little way more um but yeah, I dug it. I'm digging it a lot. I'm definitely keen to jump back in very soon. Cool. cool. Nice. Yep. All right. What else we got? More of your stuff, right?
1: More of my stuff? Yeah. Um, which one should we do first? Elder Scrolls Online, Greymoor. Uh, so I've been playing the, you know, the Greymoor on the Greymoor preview server. Uh, so Elder Scroll- the sorry Graymore is the first chapter in what is being called the Dark Heart of Skyrim uh, the year of updates uh, for Elder Scrolls Online are all dedicated to the Dark Heart of Skyrim uh, it's already sort of begun with the Harrowstorm DLC which adds in a bunch of pretty light stuff but some quests, some like preliminary quests and a couple of dungeons to get players into Elder Scrolls Online, uh, and then Greymoor is the first like chapter, which is like the bigger DLC. It's got like some new like mechanics and stuff. So it's got a new uh, trial or raid, like a twelve-person raid, uh, sort of a, a lengthy ongoing uh, quest, like in a specific contained area. We mm. couldn't play that because we didn't have enough fucking players in Australia. It was never going to work. We couldn't even like couldn't even beat a single trash mob when we went in as a four stack uh but we were able to go through some other stuff and check out the rest of the world and uh it's pretty fucking impressive man like they go well in on the the slides you know it's skyrim uh it's western skyrim they've already done a bit of skyrim before like it's always sort of existed but they've gone Mm -hmm. way more into it now really opened it up um With, yeah, Skyrim and Blackreach, which is underneath Skyrim. It's fucking huge. Like, there's a a lot of space, which I guess is sort of characteristic of Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, One of the things that they do a lot of is go, like, big. Uh, They really expand the world of Tamriel, which is pretty cool. Um, Like, I honestly think Elder Scrolls fans should be playing Elder Scrolls Online. Is this... Like a lot that you can get out of this game. I mean, I understand it's set quite a bit before the events of, you know, Skyrim and Oblivion, but uh, there's no planes, there's one plane, and it's over my house. Anyway, um, yeah, I understand it's quite, set quite a bit before, but there's still, like, the traditional, like, lore, lore and story building and storytelling of the Elder Scrolls. Uh, ...franchise exists within Elder Scrolls Online... ...and it's way bigger than any um, any Elder Scrolls game has ever been before. Like, it's massive. It is giant. You can, like, travel for fucking ages. Like, it, you know, it's an MMO, obviously. But, like, they don't restrict you. They, they don't tie you in with uh, traditional mmo boundaries like you can go like it's all level scaled and and stuff like Mm -hmm. that so you can sort of go wherever the fuck you want straight away uh obviously
0: did you you go to that that mountain dungeon stuff off in the distance
1: (laughs) see that mountain um (laughs) i didn't um but yeah like yeah you can just sort of fucking roll around and do whatever the previous server server gave us access to a couple of different tiers of like character like a maxed out character a level 25 character and we could play like the the brand new character and brand new character starts off in a dungeon uh they've got like a brand new starting phase for Greymore. like it's if you were to start playing when Greymore released you would start in a different way that than what you would start now because right now if you were to start a new character you would open up in elsewhere which has like a sort of um I don't know, a North African sort of vibe to it, I guess. Um, where, yeah, like everything you do in there is sort of... You're in a tomb and you're working your way out of that and whatnot. And then you open up into the world and there's fucking dragons everywhere. And you can join in and find a fucking dragon, whatever. That's not the case in Greymore, where you start off in a dungeon, in jail. Uh, which is a pretty traditional... Uh, Skyrim opening really or Oblivion which one's Skyrim's on the fucking cart Oblivion's mm-hmm. in the jail with Patrick Stewart and Morrowind is on a boat right a jail boat but still a boat yeah um, it's like yeah it's very traditional anyway we we, play, we mostly play with like max level characters and uh, like we rolled around as a group before me uh two uh but the handlers who are actually playing in our time zone mm-hmm. and uh costa from ozgamers all yeah just sort of belted about doing uh elder scrolls things we came across a world boss in um in Blackreach, which is the under under zone there's like two separate zones for Greymore that upper area and the lower area and they're fucking huge it is ridiculous hmm. anyway uh we went found a world boss world bosses are anyone can fucking join in and anyone can fight it but because of time zones we were i think the only four fucking people on the server at the time so uh <laughs> right we we did it ourselves it took 15 minutes to kill this thing and it was rough it was like a proper fucking raid boss like full blown raid boss, and there's a very strong chance that as someone who's pretty new to ESO, I hadn't set up my character as well as I could have. Uh, I wasn't the tank, but I, I think I was DPS, main DPS, and uh, I was doing a lot of DPS. This it's so surprising. Like I, I complained about this, I think the other the other time, like last time I talked about ESO, how mm-hmm. I didn't have a mini map and I didn't have all these like little quality of life things that I really fucking need. In a MMO, yeah. Uh, but I, I actually installed pretty much all of them, uh, and a couple I didn't. I, I don't think I need. I shouldn't. I probably shouldn't have. But you see it there, and you're like, well, why the fuck wouldn't I? Like the Wall one. Like no. Like there's one <laughs> way you get fucking. Like uh, it just basically tells you where treasure is because it, yeah. it's got like Red Dead Redemption style treasure maps. Yeah. Um, in the game where you've got like a fucking picture of a landmark and it's like, here's an X and you're like, gotta go find that fucking X. But it's got like- yeah. it's like a tree f-
0: next to a cave and you're like, all right.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, oh the old cave tree, eh? Uh, yeah, like, but yeah, this add-on is just like, yeah, it's here. Just fucking go here, cunt. And you don't even need the treasure map. Like <laughs> It's like in uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance. Hmm. Remember when uh, I found that fucking treasure basically at the start of the game? And you could go there and get fucking fully geared up basically immediately. Uh, they nerfed that in like the second patch. Because uh, mm-hmm. of my video.
0: So you needed I the map to it. actually uh, go find them
1: now. I think so, yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, you don't need it in ESO. And uh, yeah, you get this fucking add-on and everything fucking works. Add-ons don't work on a preview server though, do they? So uh, hmm. yeah, all that shit was gone again. And uh, I, know, I couldn't fucking tell what my threat was. Uh, i got no idea what my DPS is. I don't know if I'm being efficient with my fucking rotations. It's also a brand new character, uh, from a class I haven't been playing in regular ESO. So I don't know what my rotation is anyway. I just sort of put together some stuff. Uh, so i got no, like, i am main DPS in the sense that, uh, I'm the only character who went purely DPS. Everyone else has got, like, a bit of heals and this, and costa has got some fucking, uh... Like, tank ability, I think. He's able to, like, tank some stuff. And I'm like... Oh, I shoot arrows, man. And that's about it. Um, <laughs> anyway, we fought this thing for 15 minutes and we did manage to fucking kill it. It was utterly pointless. But it was a lot of fun. We were literally running around in circles. Both the... Both the um, our handlers died at one point. And uh, so... And, like, they were our healers. So, me and Costa were, like, literally just running around in circles, doing whatever we could to, like, crowd control until they could, like, spawn back in and run back to the fucking fight. Uh, my, the server disconnected me at one point in the fight. And uh, then one of the healers died. And so it was, like, just Costa running around in circles at one point, like, desperately trying to stay alive and, like, It was pretty fucking funny. Uh, But we got it done. And yeah, it was like, it it was good fun, right? Like that's, I think those are the experiences you want from a raid boss are those loony we somehow managed to scrape through. We tried. The only reason we even did it. I was like, when we did that attempt, I'm like, yeah, it's been two minutes and we've done fucking 4% on -hmm. his health bar. I don't think we are capable of this, guys. They're like, no, we're doing okay. We're doing okay. I'm like, if any of us dies, we're fucked. But we sort of got into that rhythm and worked out the 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 circle, and we're doing okay. The only time it would fuck up was when one of us, like me, when I'd steal threat, and Costal wasn't ready to steal it back again. That was the only time it got really hairy. Because the circle would stop, he'd like sort of beeline for me across the circle, straight through the healers. And because I didn't have fucking threat meters, I couldn't yeah. tell how much threat I was pulling. I don't even know if threat is how it works in ESO, if I'm being frank. Anyway, um, it seems it very much seems like it. Anyway, uh, and then, yeah, there's like an antiquities system now, which is sort of like treasure hunting. When I first heard that they're adding it, I was like, oh, archaeology is probably one of the shittiest things I've ever seen them add in World of Warcraft. Because WoW did
0: it so poorly. It was kind of just clicking on stuff, right? Or like, I'm going to go to this area and just put a flag down.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Cool. It was shit-tastic.
0: And they got rid of it, didn't they? Did they get rid of it? I don't know. Maybe they didn't. I think it's still there. It's just nobody does it anymore.
1: But anyway, uh, this is not. This is pretty fucking involved. It like involves puzzle, puzzle, like working out yeah. puzzles and puzzle solving, and then there's like a uh, digging. Like the digging is its own puzzle system
0: and all that kind of stuff. Like yeah, cool. Yeah,
1: it's it's pretty cool. And it like I asked the creative director Rich, like w- what they had in mind, who they had in mind for this, and they're like solo players, really. Like it's something for solo players to do. And it makes a lot of sense. It's it's this activity you can do while you're playing on your own that'll give you opportunity to go to areas that you might not have before, which is cool. And because everything is level scaled in uh, in ESO, mm-hmm. there's not really... A, like, you could sort of just go do it. Like, there's not really a danger of you wandering into territory you shouldn't be in, necessarily. Like, obviously, there is territory you shouldn't be in, but... Uh, it's like less of a, a danger like you can always sort of still get there whereas in World of Warcraft when you know I was leveling up old characters to uh, to fill out a specific hole in my auction house uh, inventory uh, my, my material gathering uh, I'd often wander into areas that I shouldn't be in just so I could gather materials uh, that like above my, uh, my character's ability to really survive in those areas Uh, just because I didn't really care if they died I just wanted the material I I just wanted the gathering anyway it's not really the case here which is cool and it sort of yeah gives you the opportunity to explore Hmm. Uh, and I guess if you were to team it up with the treasure hunting thing then it would be like even more of a, a reason to just roll around and collect things which I think a lot of people really enjoy doing in Skyrim. Uh, It's a big part of why people play hundreds and hundreds of hours of that game. And so I think, yeah, I honestly think ESO is one of those games that is overlooked because it has that, you know, uh, MMO tag Mm. when you can actually get away with playing it pretty fucking solo.
0: Oh, yeah, Uh, yeah.
1: And the times when you play with other people just make it more interesting, right? Like far more interesting. It's like, I know I ignored it for a long time for that exact reason. Uh, but yeah, the, the storytelling, the fucking, holy shit, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but uh, like it's all fully voice acted. Like the whole game's fully voice acted. But on yep. the previous server, they haven't implemented the voice acting yet. What they've done is they've done like text to speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so they can get the timing holy (laughs) shit because like you hear them while you're riding past areas and they'll just be sort of like casually yapping and you like hear them like just and they're like but what am I to do how can you tell me that that is the soul gem and you're like what the fuck (laughs) what's this dude talking about soul gems there was one word in particular that I couldn't they couldn't pronounce, and it's fucking ah oh, oh fucking how they were saying Skyrim really fucking weird, and it was juicy. I loved it to bits. Anyway, I don't know if I'm supposed to mention that at all, but it was very entertaining. Um, it will not be there in the final version, Poor but they bit. should do a, I would. They should do a <laughs> DLC pack. You know, how, like you got like announced DLC for DOTA and shit. They should do like a Microsoft Sam DLC. For all of ESO, where they just replace all of the voice lines with...
0: Maybe you can do something. that. Maybe it's like an accessibility option where you can just have it read you text. Or an add-on. Yeah.
1: Ooh la la. There you go. But uh, yeah, good times. Yeah, uh, I, um,
0: yeah I, I interviewed Rich um, two two years ago. Yeah, two years ago at QuakeCon. He took me through uh, Merkmire uh, ESO um, DLC. I sat with him for... I can't remember how long, maybe half an hour, 45 minutes, just like a one-on-one session with, um, yeah, with him taking it yeah. through. So he seems like good dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's very personable. I had, I had a pretty long chat with him. I think like half an hour. He's good. Yeah. I had a lot of insight. Uh, they, they really, yeah, they pay a lot of attention to what they're trying to do in that game.
0: Cool. Cool. Sweet, right. uh, Half Life Alex,
1: Half Life Alex. I finished, you finished it. it. Yeah, I reviewed it for ozgamers.com. Uh, you can go see, you can go read that now if you
0: like, um, or you can go to Metacritic and just scroll down, scroll down the bottom, and you'll find it.
1: Yes, that will <laughs> down, work. Down the bottom. <laughs> down the bottom. Go to the or I don't even think you have to do that. Let's let's just have a quick check. Could you? click on Half-Life Alex, and then oh yeah click on the mixed review <laughs> the one mixed review uh, that feels bad that's nuts to me that is actually nuts to me that there is only one mixed review um, I was talking about this with Frisco the other day uh, on Discord and on our Discord you can jump on our Discord and Uh, chat with us, chat about all sorts of things, uh, fucking all, all kinds of things. Fucking hell. Uh, but yeah, Frisco was saying, uh, I was being a bit harsh on Half-Life Alex, and like on the podcast last week. And I do actually understand, uh, how he arrived there because I like, I think I was maybe like, maybe a little bit harsh, right? Maybe a little bit harsh on the podcast, because. But that's just that's the process of the podcast. I think that's it. like the whole fucking idea of this podcast in the first place was to sort of uh, talk things out hmm. prior to to writing a review. Or well, that's how I
0: pretty much
1: always use the podcast. As a stealing my ideas
0: board. That's what it is It finally comes I'm, out
1: I'm fucking I'm stealing all Luke's ideas Snake it oh, Luke Snake doesn't like
0: out. loadouts In Call of Duty I gotta, gotta Oh get I'm gonna that write one. a fucking thing On that <laughs> Fuck off
1: mate Get the fuck out of here, This motherfucker Of all the ones you would pick Um. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway He was saying that the world needs An avatar of VR games Right Because I described it as The avatar of VR hmm. The world needs it and I guess on some level it does, but like I, f- I find myself like struggling to, to accept that as reasoning for like the the game itself. I just don't think it's good enough. You know, at the end of the day, I don't think it's as good as it should be. Um Do you feel like that
0: reviewers are they've got vr games on one side and then games on another and they're going oh yeah this is the best or one of the best vr games but when you put it up against other games it's sort of kind of just middling but they're just going like oh it's a really good vr game like you go and watch a 3d movie right and you're like oh avatar is really good in 3d but it's kind of like uh, it's like an average movie that type of thing
1: yeah, I think it's so fucking tricky, right? Because ha- Half-Life Alex, uh, like, without VR, like, functionally wouldn't work. Like, just straight up wouldn't work. Like, the I know Valve said in his view that they reckon that at some point someone's going to mod it so that it oh, works someone
0: without VR. already did. There was a command line you can do. Really? Yeah, you just, like... It's like no, no mouse or keyboard and boom.
1: <laughs> so it, it's not going to work, though. Uh, I don't think, like, it works on any level. Uh, there's so much about that game that, it, like, hinges on the... It'd be like playing fucking, I don't know, Wii Tennis with a control pad or something. Like, it just wouldn't fucking... Like, yeah, it, it might... You might get it to functionally work, but it wouldn't be playing Wii Tennis, right? Like, you'd be separate from the fucking core experience Mm -hmm. so it's so tricky from that perspective in that yeah I think you do at some level have to review it as a VR game because it only exists as a VR game but at the same time uh, it is still a video game that exists alongside every other fucking video game so I think Mm -hmm. it deserves to be compared to it's contemporaries and it falls short all over the fucking place. Then there's the fact that, you know, I think a lot of, of people who reviewed it maybe haven't played a lot of VR games. You know, like... How many reviews are there for Half-Life Alex? 51? 52, I think.
0: Oh, 51. Yeah.
1: Let's have a look. Boneworks has... 6. 6 reviews. And uh, what else? Beat Saber. Beat Saber has... When it loads, whenever you want. Come on, let's go. Six reviews, right? So it sort of feels like 45 more people jumped into VR to check this one out. And obviously that's not entirely fair. I didn't review Beat Saber. I didn't review Boneworks. Not on Metacritic sites anyway. Uh... Like, and or formally, I've sp- I've spoken at length about both of them on this podcast. Uh, but like, if even even if even if fucking half of those players people only ever got into VR for the first time with Half-Life Alex, the impact that playing a fucking VR game of this, if this was your first VR game, I think it would be. So staggering an experience that would be very difficult to uh, contextualize that experience, and and to to find a way to push the awe you feel when you first play a VR game a uh, play a game VR game for the first time, push that away to analyze it critically. I have already been getting uh, fans crawling out of the woodwork to tell me what a good job I've done. Uh, I've been accused of contradicting myself because I could describe it as a uh, as an above average um, as above average technology and and design, and then uh, I later go on to say it is exceptional technology uh apparently above average and exceptional are uh, contradictory terms whatever uh obviously I've been accused of uh clickbait a lot uh it's not really what I was going for but I don't really give a fuck about Oz clicks it doesn't really matter to me i did not get paid by click i get paid f- the the pays already coming in um like I think I make fucking valid criticisms. And I am staggered that nobody else did. And I am fucking blown away that nobody else thinks that... that, that, As games go, this one didn't really fucking do much. It is... Like I said last week, unbelievably unambitious. I mean, it... I understand by the the end, I had warmed to it a bit. But only because of the story. And only because of my attachment to Half-Life as a series. Only because I was... Interested with how it grew the Half-Life franchise, which might be a fucking moot point if they never make another fucking Half-Life game. And it's not like they said that they will, right? I don't think. I mean, they said, oh, you know, we're looking into it, but like, what the fuck? How many fucking years was it between episode two and fucking Half-Life Alex? Who the fuck's going to wait? Something like that. So what, what are we going to wait in another 13 fucking years? Yeah. So that, you know, as a fan of the series, I love the storytelling. Uh, as a fan of the technology, uh, I think they do a phenomenal job with, you know, it's, it's obvious that they are the masters of the technology that they invented in the fucking first place. Uh, well done at being the best at game he made up um but in terms of a game i think it it actually falls over quite often in some fundamentally basic ways and i've got it the best thing is i recorded every my entire playthrough so i've got it all there i've got me reaching over my fucking shoulder to grab a clip under pressure and not being able to do it it wasn't until the end of the game when i worked out The best way to do it. And the best way to do it is to lean your head over Mm. to make sure it recognizes where your fucking shoulder is supposed to be. Because if if I stand tall with good posture while I'm fucking shooting and then reach, it thinks that my fucking hand is too far. I'm grabbing at some, like, I don't know, fucking at my titties or some shit. Right? (laughs) Like, it's got no clue where my fucking shoulder is. And so is it because i stand tall or am i hunched i've got no idea whatever whatever the fuck it is like i have to lean my if i lean my head over and grab it works every single time and if i don't it fucks up it fucked up putting things away in the shoulder it fucked up like that that particular sequence fucked up quite often i think it's an og vive thing i don't know I'm sure it never happened with the index. I'm sure that's why Valve didn't want people to review it without the index, because that's their ideal way to play it. It's it's that old, you know, caveat of please play Ori in the Blind, uh Ori and the Will the Wisps on the Xbox One X, right? It's the S uh the S. Xbox One, yeah. Yeah. Um But like Yeah, I I I played it on what I had, and I think based on sheer fucking uh, manufacturing issues, most people do not have an index. So I don't think me reviewing on Vive is out of fucking order.
0: Also not even just in manufacturing, just uh, cost. Like it is one of the most expensive ones out there. The the Oculus and the Vive, uh, maybe there are some versions of the Vive that are pretty expensive, but I think the Oculus has gone for like the cheaper... Um, you can get yep. the Go pretty, pretty cheap, but the, the the quest, sorry, no, the quest is pretty cheap. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's entry level sort of markets for it, but Valve has decided to go for higher end VR.
1: Um, yeah, like they're they're definitely aiming at the high end. And then you yeah, have the AI is woeful, and I don't think that, you know, Half-Life was ever remembered for its spectacular AI outside of opposing force. Mm. But uh it had competent AI, I think. it always had competent AI. And like playing through level replaying through levels is when I noticed that there were like fucking fuck all enemies. That they always come in waves. Like it is purely waves. They and I yeah, like I suppose the, that's the problem right i think the problem i have is that every hand wave explanation feels so fucking cynical to me like every single oh yeah well you know they didn't want to overwhelm players right i'm playing on hard why is me being why, why am i being overwhelmed by three fucking combine the only reason i'm being overwhelmed by them is because they take five fucking bullets five fucking headshots to kill Right, that's why I'm being overwhelmed by them, and when they shouldn't take that many, like that doesn't, that doesn't make sense. Right, it doesn't make sense that they take five headshots to fucking kill. They on hard in Half Life Two. I I went back and fucking checked, two headshots to kill. Um, yeah, five is too many, and it and it has a, a cascading effect on the fucking, on other parts of the game. That's the thing, right? Like every little thing. That Every little mistake has these cascading effects that, I yeah, it just seems like people just didn't give a shit about, right? Like, when they reviewed it, like, they just, I guess they didn't care. Hmm. Uh, that most of the game, maybe one day I will go through the fucking video and count minutes a minute how much time you spend walking from place to place or warping from place to place, as it were. Uh, versus combat but uh, I don't think it comes off looking very good it's got to be about 90-10 like maybe 80-20 at best it's spent 80% of your time is spent walking from place to place or dragging your hand through a fucking uh, wall lighting up some fucking electric wires or something to do the same puzzle For the 18th time. You know like. It just repeats. There's no reason this game had to be fucking. 10 hours long. It took me 10 hours to finish. Probably 9 hours to finish really. Uh, Yeah like. There's no reason it needed to be that long. Just. I don't know. If if, if it's going to be some sort of. Alex spin off. Make it a spin off. Charge 40 bucks for it like fucking yeah don't charge full price and then artificially lengthen it by making me walk further or so I can find the ammo I require to f- put five fucking bullets into some cunt's head right like that's just Ugh.
0: it's annoying are they um, and... Are they patching the game or anything like that have they been putting updates on
1: yeah there have been a couple of updates so far they had uh, one to fix how you turn? I believe like oh, they okay. they made a, a turning fix, and they had another one. There was another one pretty recently that I can't remember what it did, but neither of them have really impacted me. Right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm. Uh, I'm pretty flabbergasted about the fucking reviews it's gotten. If I'm being honest, uh because the the idea that like what's the, what's the lowest score outside of me all right well, i'm the obvious outlier there isn't a score below an 8 and there is no way the lost the lowest review is games beat it's an incredi- incredibly immersive experience it's just one I didn't really want to be immersed in right now. How is that an eight? That I'm sure the rest... I haven't read the rest of you. That's unfair. <laughs> yeah, but that's your, but your like, finishing line. Good lord. Right? Like, finishing power. I said, I said it in my review. Like, I think it is a remarkable fucking achievement that the game has reached a point where I don't feel sick when I play it. Instead, I feel bored. I do honestly believe that, but... I did feel bored playing it. I did get bored because it was the same thing over and over and over again. You just cycle through the same three things. Hunting for ammo, doing unbelievably simplistic puzzles that do not require f- physics and then combat that involves unbelievably dumb AI and not that many enemies. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think it's, I don't think it's a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh it's incredible technology Uh in terms of yeah as a tech demo spectacular like one of the best ever and I've got no problem with falling in love with tech demos uh, as the fucking tattoo on my arm will fucking demonstrate but uh, I didn't fall in rage
0: love with Rage
1: 2 right Rage 2 yes <laughs> Uh yeah yeah um anyway all right enjoy it whenever your headset arrives in 16 hours in 16 sorry weeks weeks
0: Yep. um all right next up predator hunting grounds let's talk about this like what is it what type of game is it tell us
1: an asymmetrical uh multiplayer uh survival game horror uh, survival competitive i wouldn't say horror um competitive comedy shooter i guess comedy <laughs> um yeah uh yeah that's that's what i predator hunting grounds it's a predator game right theoretically uh one player is the predator four players are soldiers marines i don't know um and there was a free weekend on ...over the, the last weekend... ...where you could play... Uh, ...the game. And... Uh, ...yeah, it... ...you know... ...it, it's, it exists, I suppose. Um, one person is the Predator... ...they've got a, a, an array... ...of abilities... Uh, ...they do Predator things... Uh, ...the other four... ...are Marines... ...both groups are trying to murder as many people as possible for some reason. I don't really understand that. I guess it's to give the Marines... I never played as a Marine. Like, the tutorial doesn't have you play as a Marine. Right. And the games I actually managed to get into, uh, I was the predator every time. So... I have no fucking idea uh, what the Marines are supposed to be doing or how they do things or yeah. why they do things. So they get right. given
0: tasks like missions to complete. Um, right. It's kind of like a go from point A to point B to point C. And every time you sort of complete a task, you're, you're led to a new area. It's like, oh, you know, you've got to get to this uh, camp and you've got to find a bunch of documents. And then once you get the documents, it takes you off to another area and you've got to complete that task. And eventually you do everything and you've got to get to the chopper you got to excavate. Excavate. Evacuate. Evacuate. (laughs)
1: Excavate. You (laughs) You you start digging. (laughs) You start digging. Uh, Yeah. As the Predator, your only role, your only, like, only, yeah, challenge is to kill the fucking... The humans. The humans. the, The actual human players, not any... Like, you can kill AI, and you can do it with impunity, it didn't seem to do anything. It yeah. didn't seem to like uh, give you the ability to find the humans better or anything like that. It didn't seem like any fucking reason for you to do it except for, I guess, your general bloodlust. But uh, yeah, you can, you can kill. And you can kill pigs and eat them, uh, f- f- which doesn't seem very predatory. I think it gives you back health. But oh, can, can us, I yeah. Had, yeah I had like a, I had the needle thing that he sticks into himself uh, and that gave me back health as well so I don't know why I'd need to eat pigs that actually gave me back way more health than eating a pig did so anyway um I, don't know. I would not have put this free weekend up i would have used the coronavirus as an excuse to cancel the whole thing or something i I don't know i wouldn't have gone out there with this game i do not think it is in any state to be released to the public uh because if this if i had played this at a preview event um i would be uh, you know and a preview event's they always there's always all these like provisos, all these like qualifiers there's always like this is unfinished code and you've got to understand you know we're still working on this these sorts of things but this is an idea of where we want the game to go right hmm. uh i would have i've i've never played a game at a i don't think yeah i can't recall playing a game at a preview event that it was in as bad a state as this was uh like
0: State of Decay 2 was uh, was close. Pretty but close. That was still fun, right? Yeah. Whereas yep. this game is out in three weeks. It's done. Yep. This game is done and yep. they're doing yep. this for stress tests. They're not gonna be changing stuff in this game.
1: No. Uh and they would have to change basically everything about it. I mean, it doesn't like, like I was saying, I don't understand why the Predator does anything he does except for hunt and kill the Marines. And they're, I mean, I killed you guys without any fucking hassle, and I was goofing hard. I, oh, we weren't trying to
0: kill you. The game where it was me and Nate, yeah, yeah, we weren't, yeah, we weren't.
1: Like, I was on half health, uh, I jumped down, you were shooting me, and I, it didn't matter. I just walked right. up and fucking stabbed you. Right, and then I just stabbed Nate and it didn't fucking matter at all. And then I stood there and I ripped the trophy. I did the slow. You've got two options for the trophy. Hmm. You can take the, the quick trophy, which I think only gets you the skull, or you can get the full trophy where you get the spine as well. Uh, and I did both uh, full trophies on both of you while people, while AI was shooting me. Like, un, unmolested. It just didn't matter. I just stood there and... Yep. Cool. Yep. yep. It didn't matter. Right? There's no... It doesn't feel like there's any challenge for the, the predator. You guys did have me on the run, like, once. Uh, when you, you shot me. I don't know. Do you guys have, like, a health bar over me? Or you just... No, like, we,
0: can, can you we can't can see a health bar. Um, right. But we weren't... We, we could see you. We weren't trying to shoot you. We, we were just... I think we were fucking around. We were going to team up on stage. I was... I was... Yeah, I was,
1: like... I was following you guys for ages. <laughs> I don't know if you guys could tell where I was. I know you could... You definitely spotted me a bunch. Yeah. Right, And then you worked out that you could just fucking rapid spot me or something? I don't yeah, know you just mash the spot button, there.
0: and there's no, like, cooldown on it. Yeah. And so you just mash it, and eventually you'll hit the... The the predator.
1: Yeah. who can
0: go invisible, right? Who can cloak... Yeah. And it's got this uh, sort of, like, outline or, like, see-through. Like, you can sort of see them. And so you just mash it. And then once you do that, you spot the predator. And they are outline marked for a couple of seconds. And you can see them through everything. Trees, branches, leaves. And then you can just sit there and trace them and just keep mashing that button. And it'll just keep marking them. (laughs) So you're like... Alright, now what do I do? Like, I'm an invisible alien running around, and you can still see me.
1: Yeah, I followed you guys for ages. I felt like I was doing a good job with that, you know, just being a real creeper. And then suddenly one of you spotted me. I was invisible at the time, so I was pretty impressed by that. Like, actually saw me. Because I was jumping from tree to tree at that point. You didn't, like, use the spot mechanic. You just saw me. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, one of you saw me and, like, lit me up a bit. And there was, like, you know, the green blood was coming out. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, and, yeah, you guys, like, harassed me for a bit. And I thought, that was, like, that was pretty entertaining. Yeah. That brief 15-second window. Yeah. That was entertaining. And then suddenly you guys started, like, hitting the spotting button. And I'm like... No, I've I've escaped. And I'm like healing myself and I'm like, you can't see me, I'm invisible. What the fuck? How are you like shooting at me through trees and shit? I'm like freaking out. There was nothing I could do. And then yeah. Like
0: Like I've got video of the, the the purpose of the Predator is like he's the hunter, right? Yeah. And at no stage during this game when It was just Nate and I running around because we haven't even talked about the matchmaking issues. But there's no stage where I should leave Nate and start chasing you. No, right? (laughs) And being like, I'm going to run off and find him because I can see you from fucking miles away because I'm just mashing the E button to be like, spot, spot. And then it'd highlight you for four seconds, five seconds. And i just keep pressing it and it'd keep you highlighted forever. So it's like, oh, I can come chase you now. Like That's not the point of... What, he's, he's and, supposed to be the scary character
1: and the like the turnaround like so when I got close I was able to kill you guys in like three hits mm. but until then I like the pred- until you get real close the Predator is full blown vulnerable like proper vulnerable like in a fucking state because you guys can shoot you can see me from fucking forever away and you're you, you're guns have fucking hella range it doesn't do a lot of damage but i can't close the distance and i can't retaliate because i've got the you've got the fucking shoulder cannon but that has like a two second wind up it doesn't have anywhere near the fucking range you guys have uh and it, it i don't has think like, much damage sh- and shit all range of rate of fire as well like yeah. it's a two second wind up it fires and then it's like cool down for like two seconds or some shit. I can only pop one off every five seconds. So I can't even fucking retaliate until I get close to you. So like my options are if if I'm more than five meters away, I'm fucked. And if I'm inside of five meters, you're fucked. And that's not really how that's supposed to work. Uh, yeah, I, I think I shot you with the the shoulder mounted cannon. Once maybe, don't and I was know. just taking potties. It, I think, like, uh, Nate was talking about how the inverted controls were fucked.
0: I don't think uh, he could invert the controls, yeah, yeah, because he's a weirdo. I don't, he, he thinks it's a it flight it simulator, is,
1: it is weird. Um, it's upsetting, but uh, the aiming for the shoulder mounted cannon feels like it's geared for a controller as well. It's very clearly a PlayStation port. Uh, which is, you know, I guess fine, but they haven't done much work to make it work well on uh, PC. On PC. Yeah. We we.
0: I didn't even know you could change your controller buttons. They had to put out a Twitter message to tell people how to change your buttons on PC because it was under controller settings. Yeah, you had to like flick through a bunch of controls, like actual controls on the screen. Eventually, you'd get to one that said customize buttons. You'd click on that and then there was a keyboard and mouse tab in there. <laughs> yep. So yeah, you're probably right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh What else? Uh I as the predator, I was constantly like it's got this auto running across tree branches
0: mechanic. That stuff looks animation-wise looks cool. Like when he's climbing across branches and whatnot, looks cool. Um that's the it, most impressive thing I think I've seen about the game.
1: It falls apart when for whatever reason you are no longer on the tree branch yeah. anymore. But you're still stuck in that animation walking up and down like along a branch. Yeah. And you can't like move, you can only move left or right. You can't move forward or backwards anymore. That's when it falls to bits uh, and doesn't really work anymore. Um, yeah, so that's not good. Uh Yeah. Um, What else? I think it was- The enemy AI is terrible. Oh, dog shit. Absolute dog shit.
0: It's- I don't know what it's doing. It just kind of- It's not challenging. They just kind of shoot you and nothing really much happens and they'll just run past you, kind of just stand there. Um, I've got a video of Nate and I walking up behind an enemy AI and he's just standing there and we're both trying to figure out what the melee button is. Because at this stage, we didn't know you could change buttons. Uh, yeah. And we didn't know what the buttons were. And it's both of us standing behind this AI character trying to figure out how to melee. And he has no clue that we're there. Like, it's super yeah. dumb. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So, yeah, the uh, AI is terrible. Um, there, there was a game that I played with uh, for, three other people. And like I am s- told you before, where... We got to the first base camp and the uh we, we spotted the predator up in the tree and I did the same thing. We just pinged and yep. then all four of us just chased him and we killed him. That was cool. the last game that I had with him. <laughs> like we just che- we we left the mission and just chased this, this predator around. Um and killed him. I
1: think it, it took me twenty five minutes to get into a game.
0: Well matchmaking was broken the first day.
1: Right. So that's how you want to release your stress test is with broken matchmaking. Uh, But yeah, no, I didn't go back to it after that game. I mean, it's just, it's balked. It just doesn't, it's, it's not good. It's not a good game. And who could have predicted it, Luke? Who could have predicted (laughs) that this game wouldn't be good?
0: Yeah, I know, right? Oh, Luke. Oh, you did. It was me. I think it was me. Yeah. Oh, no. I didn't want it to be bad. I just said no. people should be cautious. Yeah. And then the CEO decided to light me up on Twitter about it. Oh, no. Yep.
1: <laughs> have you have you hit him back on it? or?
0: No, I think I'm waiting for the actual game to come out. Right. And then I'll... Yeah. Yeah. Hey, nice. I remember this. Yeah, I'm surprised this game is coming out um, in its status in. I don't think... Like, I just don't think it's a fun game from what we play. Yeah. Yep. It seems way too broken. There's too many game design issues that I think it's got. Uh, you know, I feel like the Predator should be this o- overpowering force and he doesn't feel like he is that. Um, just from the games that I've played where we just had no problems dealing with this thing at all. And uh, yeah, it's just really strange. Like, I, I just don't think it's going to be a a good game. Uh, and especially for the price it's going for. It's a uh, I don't know how much it is back in Australia. It's probably like a $60 game, something like that. It's pretty close to nearly a full price game. Um this should be way less, like a $20 game, I feel like, somewhere around there. But if if that Yeah, uh I mean hopefully they can sort out a bunch of issues when they launch, but even then I don't no it'll be a fun game. It's just It just doesn't seem like there's much there going for it.
1: No. Yeah,
0: no. Like I saw your video of the climbing stuff. Oh yeah. It just it was like your first game. It was just broken. Like everything you seemed to try and do was just broken.
1: <laughs> it was just goofy. Yeah. And like you're collecting jewels for some why? Were were marines collecting jewels? I I felt like I heard you guys say something about yeah. We were picking up
0: some sort of jewels, and I think it adds to your experience. You level up in the game, you get new cosmetic unlocks, new weapons, that sort of stuff. Why? New perks. Why? Yeah, you
1: get you can't use half the like fucking predators perks. I didn't have like the net launcher or anything until you like level up and stuff. So you're at like a specific fucking disadvantage if you've just started playing. That stuff like, mm. ugh, yikers. Yeah. Fuck that game.
0: Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's going to be good. Uh, no, you know, and th- so this is the team that made the Friday, the 13th game. Um, I reviewed that for survivor. Um, yep. I think I gave it a four when I reviewed it. I just, again like when that game launched it was broken matchmaking was fucked uh they had a lot of issues with just bugs crashing um server issues the way that you could sort of i guess like jason was very op at certain stages you kind of just teleport right in front of people and just kill them instantly like there was no skill to that it was just kind of you'd run around Anyway, that, that game never took off, really. I think when it launched, it had, um, you know, a, a big spike of people playing it. Uh, and that was a lot of the, like, Dead by Daylight community. And yeah. then it just died, like, completely died. There's um, there's still people playing it, but it's not a big community. It's not like a Daylight, Dead by Daylight community where that game has stayed. It's grown, I think. It's probably grown because um, it's got, yeah, got it such a good, has. you know uh community around it it's it's a very similar style of game and that's why i was excited for friday the 13th because you know that sounded really cool but they just couldn't pull it off and you know i had hopes for this predator game but the trailers that i saw every time i saw a trailer it looked didn't look good um mm. and now that i've played it i'm like yeah that's kind of what i expected <laughs> so, fair enough yep anyway yeah uh, maybe we'll get some codes for that. Probably not. In which case, I don't know if I'm going to buy it. Probably I, not. I, I Could I, buy I, it and then refund it.
1: Uh, kind of, yeah, I guess. Anyway.
0: Anyway, Predator Hunting Grounds out in two weeks or three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, cool. Last one on the list, is it? Mm, yeah. Final least. Fantasy. Seven, remake. Oh, the remake, not the original. Not the
1: original. Uh, well, half, so this, of the,
0: half of the game is it half, or a quarter of the game. We don't even know quarter?
1: yet. Quarter. I don't know. Fucking who knows? A fifth. Um, not even the good part. I'm so fucking blown away. Anyway, anyway.
0: Uh You think they should just broke street date? They should just jump to, like, <laughs> just,
1: just just go straight to the golden saucer. <laughs> um. Yeah. This is um. It's broke street date in Australia. They started like selling it, which is interesting in and of itself because it's fucking eight days away from its when it's supposed to be out. So that's yeah. pretty crazy. Um, it, it's, yeah,
0: about nine nine or ten days out.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to come out on the tenth, right? And so it's the first or yeah, uh, second for you. Well, it came out on the first of us. Yeah. Uh, I definitely thought it was an April Fool's gag when uh, I first saw it, but no, it isn't. Uh, so I went and grabbed a copy. Uh, I practiced all the, you know, very careful social distancing uh, elements. So I was, you know, gave everyone one point five meters uh, between me and them. Wore my fucking face mask. Uh, I, I did my best. I did my duty as a citizen. Uh, and in this circumstance, uh, I believe buying video games is critical to my job and as a an essential worker. According to the Australian governments. <laughs> uh, yeah, what isn't I felt obliged? <laughs> I know, yeah, uh, I felt obliged to go get one anyway, uh, go get it, so I did. And, um, I don't like it. Oh my god, I don't like it. Uh, are you saying that Final, Final
0: Fantasy was bad all along? I think that's what you're saying. Final Fantasy 7 was saying. always bad, it's, it's
1: definitely not what I'm saying, but uh. But, holy shit, man. Uh, Yoinks. Uh, uh, let's start with what I do like. Uh, I've been playing on remote play um, because my wife is using the television as her monitor because she's, she's got a laptop. She plugs it into the TV. She can see it really big, uh, which is good. Uh, and she's got comfy chairs there and stuff like that, so that's better. Um but I can play on a remote play and play on my my computer, so that's pretty awesome. Um, now on to what I don't like.
0: <laughs> oh, no, that's not. Uh, that's the console I'm <laughs> <we're> talking about.
1: <laughs> uh, th- there's a really good chance that I don't, I just don't like Final Fantasy games. Eh? There is a really strong chance that I just don't like Final Fantasy games. Because oh my god! Like first of all, the dialogue in this is awful. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it is bad. I cannot understand how anyone is listening to this and going, "Wow, cool, yeah, No, oh, that's good." Uh, well, that you really nailed the reading of that that line. Like first of all, all of like all of the, the lines themselves are. I, I, I shared a link. I, I clipped out a bit of uh, of my boy Cloud being fucking goofy as fuck. Uh, there's you know at the start of the at the start of the game, you get off a train, and uh, you roll on over to blow up a, a power plant or a. The, do you know it's pronounced Marco? Marco Power Plant? I was th- um, I've i I've spent... Literally decades... Thinking it was pronounced Mako. I've spent my entire life... Thinking it was pronounced Mako. Because that's how you pronounce Mako Shark. But apparently it's Marco. I had no idea. Anyway. I keep calling it a Marco Power Plant. It's driving me bananas. You roll on in to kill... Uh, to blow up this Marco Power Plant. And then... Hey. You just make your way through... Uh, you've got these characters with you. One of them is, like, a pretty familiar voice. I think he's been in some stuff. I can't remember what he's been in, but, like, the voice is distractingly familiar. Because he's not, like, a... He's not someone from, like, video games. That's, like, if it was Troy Baker or something, I'd be like, oh, yeah, Troy Baker, yeah. No. Classic Troy Baker Baker voice, unless he was doing his... uh, Oh no, it's Nolan North who does the fucking penguin, isn't it? Um yeah. but yeah, you'd be like, oh yeah. That Which character, that old do you chestnut. Know? Uh Bigs a wedge, one or the other. Like I'm having a look. I
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Like what's he from? I know his face, I know this guy's face. All right,
1: I got to look it up now. Bit I hope you all enjoy listening to me click and clack. Uh, yeah, that's him. That's definitely him. I, I, I haven't even got a link to his fucking name, but I, I seen him, and I know it's him. Yep, Wedge. Uh, uh, Badger from Breaking Bad. That's exactly it. It's so fucking distracting. <laughs> um. Anyway, so he's in it, uh, and I can't get over that. Uh. Anyway, there's this one bit. Where your boy, uh, Cloud, the main character, rolls up, and and this chick Jessie gets trapped under some rubble, and he lifts the uh, lifts the rubble up, and, uh, and he goes, "Can you walk?" And she, uh, she, Jessie's the thirstiest chick in any video game ever. She is. <laughs> like horny on main and she responds with if I couldn't if I couldn't believe me you'd be the first to know explicitly saying that she wants to jump his fucking bones or implicitly saying I suppose uh implicitly saying she wants to jump his fucking bones mm. and uh and like cloud responds with "Ah, oh, I'll take that as a yes yeah that's because it was a yes what the fuck does I'll take that as a yes mean? And Jessie's like, huh? <laughs> like, what the fuck else? Like, she's clearly flirting. Very obviously flirting. Cloud's like, well, I'll take that as a yes. Yeah, dickwad. That's what she was saying. She was saying yes. You're supposed to take it as a yes. Hmm. What the fuck? Holy shit. That's obviously not a deal breaker. <laughs> and I'm way more upset about <laughs> That was about when you this. switched it off. <laughs> than I should be but oh my god like what the fuck and there's that bit where they're like you set the like you gotta beat the the boss oh my oh the boss holy shit the boss took me fucking forever cause it just it takes forever it took me it was it was like that fucking it was like that world boss fight from ESO except I think it took twice as long. It was nowhere near as much fun. You're doing like one fucking damage to this thing each hit. And it's got fucking 40,000 health. I don't understand. How How did they come to the conclusion that that would be good fun? And maybe I was missing something. But I was playing on the harder difficulty. And I didn't fail the boss fight. It's not like it came close. But anyway, before you do that boss fight, you have to set a fucking timer. Yeah. For the bomb. And it's like, do you want to do 20 minutes or 30 minutes? And I set it for 20 minutes. Because I'm like... Because if it takes longer than 30 minutes... I'm going to turn the fucking game off. <laughs> right? That's why I'm setting it to fucking 20 minutes. Anyway. So I set it to fucking... Set it for fucking uh, 20 minutes. And Barrett's like, oh, cocky, aren't you? Uh, I guess. Am I? I don't know. Like, I don't feel cocky. I'm more setting a fucking... Setting the, the base <laughs> standard timer.
0: Here.
1: <laughs> Yeah. It took me six minutes to get out of that section. Yeah. If it had taken me five times as long, I would have already taken it back to EB Games on the seven-day return thing. Like, holy absolute fuck. There's a part during the boss fight with the, the Scorpion when Barrett actually says... Just do the same thing again and again and again. Like, you don't have to throw it in my face, motherfucker. Yeah, I know. I know that's what we're doing here. I video right? doing like, yeah, <laughs> like, I know I've been doing this for the last 25 minutes. You pointing it out doesn't really help the situation. It just makes me more upset. Uh, Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. It's so aggravating. What, what, what did I, like, I, I've got all these bits, I've been recording my playthrough, I'm not going to record all this one, because I can barely bring myself to play it, but like, outside of, I've dropped, I've dropped the difficulty, I've already done it, I don't give a fuck anymore, I was playing on normal, I've dropped it to story, and the reason I've done this is because I do not want to, the combat is mashing the fucking square button, <clears throat> until things are dead. Yeah. right there's a little bit of variance where you like stagger them and there are some skills where it's easier to stagger them but it didn't fucking matter because I just beat them up anyway I've got so many fucking potions that anytime it feels like I'm low on health I just pop a fucking potion <sighs> so I just dropped to story mode so things die a bit quicker because if I'm just going to mash the same button over and over again I might as well just mash the same button over and over again for a shorter period of time um, and yeah uh, I don't know, man. The uh, it's like one corridor connects to another corridor, and I'm running from like battle to battle and terrible voice acting to terrible voice acting, and it's like Half Life Alex if it didn't have VR or Reese Darby, right? How if it had Badger from Breaking Bad instead of fucking uh, what's-his-face from Flight of the Concords? Like, Murray from Bruce Flight Daddy. of the Concords is infinitely more entertaining than Badger from Breaking Bad, I'm afraid. And, yeah, the lack of VR in Final Fantasy VII is really bumming me out as well. Um, yeah, I imagine that if this was in VR, people would give it non-stop tens. Uh, it'd be the highest-rated game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Because you just run down corridors, going from fight to fight, and solving extremely simplistic puzzles. Now, see Frisco. Now that's me being harsh to Half-Life, Alex, and and Final Fantasy VII at the same time. Uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, I am not enjoying myself, and I cannot imagine where this game is going. But it cost me a hundred fucking dollars, and it's not 100? all. Where of did you buy it from? Oh, you bought from EB, in, right? EB Games. Yeah. Uh And that's more than it cost me to buy Final Fantasy Seven back in the day when i pulled pulled my money with my brothers so that we mm. could afford to purchase it and you like, got full game back then, and we got all three discs,
0: yeah, oh, I've seen people EB talking about experience. it like not not knowing that it's been split up and and oh, we yeah. still we still don't know it in how many discs this thing's going to be and when it eventually comes out.
1: How many parts yeah no, we still got no idea. Apparently they've fleshed out Midgard a lot but nobody knows how they've done that. Yeah. I am starting to suspect that they have released it 10 days early and made every reviewer in the world sign a fucking NDA uh, because they aren't confident. When when does the NDA for this lift? Uh, I haven't got I didn't
0: sign the NDA. I don't NDA, know. I, I, didn't say. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't sign. There's an,
1: there's an NDA on the old NDA. Hey,
0: uh, well, no, I didn't sign an NDA, but I guess there's one. Right. You on some the right or For someone who Pit.
1: has, yes, uh, that's fine. That's fine. Let's, let's see if open critic might have something. Open critic has, uh, reviews expected in four days, eight hours and 53 seconds. Okay.
0: Uh, 53 so a couple minutes. days before release.
1: Yeah, like yeah, Fight. 3 days, April 6th at 8 8:03 8, p.m. apparently. Yep. Yeah, I'm starting to wonder if if they they did this release strategy to get it out in the open beforehand or some shit. Well, like, it's
0: not it's not out in the US yet. Right, so it's only here. I mean, the from what I've been reading, it's potentially been delayed in the US um, for some people like Amazon's been sending emails out saying that there's a chance that they don't get it on delivery or like on date. Right. So I don't know.
1: Alrighty. Well, that's weird. Uh, that's, that'd be upsetting, I guess.
0: Hmm. I mean, it just means people will cancel it and go digital. And I wonder if there is a strategy behind that. Cause they have moved the digital preload up. Like five days earlier. I don't know if that's got to do with PlayStation Store um, changing their throttling for the bandwidth or if they are planning on dropping this early. So. Right. Yeah.
1: Mm. Oh, I don't know. Oh, another thing. When I was at EB Games, the dude tried to upsell me. And he, like.
0: That's six. Felt
1: really. No, uh, he was. Um, <laughs> He's like standing there and he's like making a big show about like he's got his gloves on. He's got like hand sanitizer and all this stuff. He's making a huge show. And then he's, he hits me with, uh, oh, and while you're here, do you want to pre-order some other games? Are you excited for, uh, for Ghost of Tsushima or The Last of Us? Do you want to pre-order those? And I'm like, No oh, man, I'm good. I'll just get that. He's like, oh, you're not excited for them? And I'm like, that's not what I said. Uh, like, I don't know, why why, why word it like that? Why say it like that? Come on, just give me the fucking game, man. Like, if I was on the PlayStation Store, it wouldn't ask me these questions. You know, why? like, maybe. Do you want to trade in uh, your old games? Oh, no, you're not allowed to trade in anymore. They've yeah. canceled trade-ins.
0: Yeah. What if you wipe them down real good?
1: Maybe. No, definitely not. Still not.
0: What if I know a guy?
1: What, is, what, is, what does he do? What do you know about this guy?
0: <laughs> He'll take your games. He'll take your old games. Trade him in for Oh, forward. okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, perfect. Done. Done. Um. Anyway, Uh. so I'm going to persevere and continue to play a little bit. I just want to see what's different. I want to see what they've done differently. If it is literally just the Midgard section where, you know, Cloud dresses up in ladies' clothes for comedy purposes i don't i don't think i can i don't think i can do this it's so badly so awkwardly written there's there's this one sequence that i recorded where uh, uh which one which one is it let's see maybe this one uh where like he he goes like all the dudes all the like all the guards and stuff you just sort of fucking wamp them, and like murder the fuck out of them. They'll like they be like, put your hands up and like, don't move. Put your hands up, and then like Cloud will just pull his sword out, and they won't start shooting. You just like, hey, guards buddies. If he pulls his sword out, you should probably start shooting. Like if if he doesn't. Just put his hands up and, and like, stop moving. Mm. That's when you that's when you shoot. But I had this one bit where... Please tell me it's... No. Oh, I don't think I recorded it. I'm gutted. I had this one bit where he was like, Put your hands up! But, like, Cloud was already mid-chopping, so he was like, Put your hands up! And uh, it was comedy gold. It was mm. hilarious. Anyway. Um... Yeah, you, like, run around. There's this one part where they're like, oh, we need a medic. And it's directly after you get healing material. Like, immediately after you get healing material. And they're like, we need a medic. Won't somebody please help me? And I walked over. I'm like, oh, maybe I can, like, heal this person. No, you can't. That's, they're just, they're set dressing. It's just set dressing all over the place. There's specific things you can interact with. And if you interact with anything else You're doing it wrong, and that's not how the game works. And move on. Like, ugh, fucking hell! What a game.
0: Anyway, all right, that's uh, that's coming out soon. (laughs) Next week, for everyone else is listening. Um, Yes, yeah, man, it's uh, it's interesting because a lot of the NDAs went out for reviews just before they dropped it in Australia, and I think Europe's getting it early as well. It sounds like. Um, Cool. so yeah, I know there's a lot of publications that are not happy about that because they've they've already signed NDAs. They can't do. Uh, I mean, at that stage, reviews are probably probably going to be pretty pointless. Um, yeah, for a lot of sites, like the drop off on that sort of stuff is pretty pretty big once a game is released. So coverage is going to be interesting for this one. Um, I'm curious to see what sort of scores it gets. Judging by the fan base, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's either going to go one way or the other. (laughs) Like, big swings.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be a tricky one for people to review. Because who knows how fucking long it is, first of all. Mm. And second of all, like, like, what what do people want out of a review of this? Like, if I were to review it... I suppose we'd have another Half-Life Alex situation coming, right? Uh, where I reviewed on the merits of the game itself. Uh, yeah. And so far, I don't think it's doing much.
0: Well, well, like you uh, look at um, uh, Capcom with Resident Evil 3, right? That came out. Oh no, it's not out yet. Um, but the reviews came out last week and yep. uh, or a couple of days ago. And I've read a lot of negative stuff about it being like, now, obviously, Resident Evil 2 was very highly praised. Um, Some people's Game of the Year and shit. Yeah, yeah, made Game of the Year lists. And uh, 3 was... Sounds like not received as well, or people were very disappointed in it, but you look at the Metacritic score, and it's like an 80, which is not yeah. a b- bad score, no. right? Yeah. Like, that's a pretty good game. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, The the scores don't line up with what people are... What, what I've read from people are saying. It's really strange. That's a multiplayer mode. Uh, I don't know if it's part of Resident Evil 3, but that looks interesting. Um, the res- is it Resistance? Resident Evil Resistance? they that like a beta for it that's running now?
1: I don't know.
0: That looks sick. Um, yeah. It's an asymmetrical game where you play as some sort of director and you can put zombies and monsters down and take control of them. And yeah, um, whether or not it's like a polished product, but the idea of it and the... Sort of the way I've seen uh, people putting in traps and monsters and going in and out of uh, you know zooming in and out of these monsters and that sort of thing looks really interesting, but it could be half broken for all I know. Um, yeah, this just looks like the sort of game where I'd be like, oh, that'd be sick, you know, to play as you know a Left 4 Dead game or even the Predator game or something like that. Um, anyway, yeah, but yeah, uh, Resident Evil Three. But decent decent score, so I'm curious to see where this one goes if people really swing on it one way or the other
1: I think there's no chance they don't give it to a Final Fantasy fan right mm. and I suspect Final Fantasy fan is a JRPG fan and a JRPG fan probably is accustomed to the trappings of the genre which uh, based on my experience with Final Fantasy 7 Remake is yeah. tediousness
0: yeah so I would have been interested to review it because I've got no attachment to Final Fantasy 7 at all like yeah. if I haven't played it so yep mm-hmm. anyway alright we'll probably talk about that more next week once you've uh, finished it <laughs> <That's> <laughs> finished returning,
1: optimistic. It. Finish returning it
0: finished returning it yeah okay so we do some news now um, let's do it Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 remastered got released yesterday on the PlayStation 4 it's coming to PC and Xbox later on in the month, but uh, Activision still couldn't do a surprise drop because it leaked about a day before on the PlayStation yeah. Store.
1: Yeah. Uh they've yeah they're leakier than a ship made from a colander. Um, yeah, they uh, they got holes all over the place. I don't understand. Um, I'm not terribly interested in. Pl- I, don't have great love for Modern Warfare 2 I don't think it was better than Modern Warfare uh, I know a lot of people preferred it for whatever reason but mm-hmm. I didn't I never thought it was a better game I always loved the first one the most from that series um, and I didn't play that remaster either so uh, yeah probably not going to check it out it be interesting to see if it impacts what Warzone numbers I guess but
0: yeah. Well, there's no multiplayer in. Yeah. Right. In the game, I, so I believe, I think it's so it got is, Warzone in it, or it's got Warzone content with it. Um. Yeah, I'm not too sure how that works, but anyway. Right. Um. Next up, we've got Remedy, Play Dead, and Gen Design signs a publishing deal with Epic Games Publishing. Um. So Remedy obviously have done weight Control. Uh, Quantum Break, Play Dead. favourite
1: devs in the, on the on the planet?
0: Yeah, Play Dead have done um, Limbo and what was the other game they did after that? When we played the Blob, I should probably research this stuff for us. start talking uh,
1: right? I don't know Blob, the Blob. Inside that's right. Oh, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, And then Gen Design Studio worked on uh, Shadow of the Colossus and um, Last Guardian. There you go. Um, Cool. Yeah, so they've signed a deal with with Epic. From what I read, the actual deal itself seems pretty good, like basically retaining a bunch of the um, IPs and uh, studios get a ton of money back. So it's not, you know, it seems pretty good for them. You can sort of understand why a lot of uh, game studios are leaning towards like the game store they've got set up because, again, they're getting more cut uh, from that sort of stuff. It's obviously upsetting a lot of people, but at the end of the day, developers are making more money off of it. Um, yeah, Remedy have said that they're working on uh, two games now that are in pre-production. One of them is a AAA multi-platform next generation game. Um, and the second game will be a smaller scale game based on the same franchise as the first Triple game. So what that means, dunno, but no. it's probably it's probably going to I like I would think it's either a control sequel mm. or an Alan Wake sequel or something in those two. Like I could see a way for them to do uh, this AAA game and have the smaller scale one sort of link the two together, really yep. interestingly. Or maybe the the other one is like a mobile game or something.
1: Quantum Break 2. Quantum Break
0: too. Quantum Break too. <laughs> like, fuck <Everyone's> everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty cool that that's that's happening. But um, yeah. It's awesome that they they are making I guess more money off of that because like the deals you read about like Steam sales and how much cut Steam gets compared to like uh, what Epic Games is doing is pretty massive. So um, hopefully that'll change as things move forward. Um, next up, we've got Gearbox is being accused of stiffing devs on bonuses.
1: Yeah, Dan Gaz posted this in our um, our Discord earlier. It's a Kotaku Uh, article from Jason. Yeah, Jason Schreier. Yeah. Uh, He's got impeccable sources. Uh, Nothing's confirmed, although there is a response from uh, Gearbox in the story itself that does sort of confirm this to some extent, you know. Uh, When asked for comment, Gearbox sent over the following statement. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, In the most recent pay period, Gearbox and Talent enjoyed news that Borderlands 3, having earned revenue exceeding the largest investment ever made by the company into a single video game, uh, has officially become a profitable video game. Uh, The complaint that people are making uh, is that they did not get as big... a." the bonuses they were expecting uh the story goes that basically uh you know talent was lured to gearbox uh based on the uh reports that after borderlands 2 like developers like used their bonuses to buy houses and shit yeah huge uh, huge and, bonuses but thanks to a uh a different deal this time with uh with uh 2k Uh, Borderlands had to wear the cost of uh, the DLC and other things um, prior to incorporating their profits into uh, the profit-sharing program that that Gearbox has. Uh, And so as a result, employees got smaller bonus checks... Uh, compared to what they were expecting, uh, and people had reportedly, you know, made plans around that. And it's a pretty fucking tricky situation. Mm-hmm. The I think it boils down to ultimately like a, a failure in communication from Gearbox management to the staff, mm-hmm. because if they had set expectations a lot earlier, yeah. then staff wouldn't feel upset about it now. And I guess the real question is. Why was that fellow? Why did that failure of communication exist? Why did it occur? You know, like I guess we could like run directly at the idea of it being Hollywood accounting. That's where my mind first went to. Uh, you know, the Hollywood accounting is that idea that are uh, you know famously profitable films never make money, never officially make money. You hear stories of uh, like writers who are. Uh, who took a pay cut to write a script uh, in favour of getting points on the back end or whatever the fuck the phrase is. Yeah. Uh, but basically getting a portion of, of the box office. Yeah,
0: like 2% or uh, something.
1: <laughs> and then the studio, like, wraps in marketing and all these other factors. And so a movie that wound up making, like, 600 mil at the box office, and cost 50 mil to make never officially turns a profit and so those writers get stiffed Mm. uh, because after you you know do all this hollywood accounting it never made any fucking money and yeah certainly that's where my mind first went to when reading this story but i think it it is probably more just a case of yeah failure to communicate the reality of the situation which is that gearbox must have taken on some sort of different deal uh, I, th- I think more information is needed to work out if there is if it goes beyond that failure of communication. You know, like if it, it is deeper than if if there's anything insidious going on. I, I don't think it's easy to ascribe that, but there is definitely, you know, uh, what, what's that saying? Never, uh, never ascribe something to malice when it can be uh, chalked up to incompetence, right? Like. Uh, I think that's what's happening here is, is more a, a case of incompetence. It doesn't make it better, obviously. Uh, people still, you know, were expecting... They they worked for lower wages under the assumption that they would get a, a big bonus. And they never got it. And that's got to be heartbreaking, especially in today's climate. But still, um, yeah... You, I, I, I don't know. It's it's a weird one. It's a good story. It's definitely worth a read. It's on Kotaku. Um, yeah. It's... It just makes me... Think... You know, I think rethink... Uh, I don't know. How I, I... Look at... Gearbox games. I want them to i want the developers to make money and stuff Hmm. you know i don't want them to get fucking ripped off they're the nuts and bolts of it yeah
0: yeah um all right i'm sure we probably hear about more regarding that quite soon um yeah i'm sure it will the story will develop yeah once more people uh, was it like i feel like there was quite a few people that confirmed this Um, yeah, like half a dozen or something like that. Yeah, from what I recall, Uh, and there was comments in there about like again. uh, I don't know if they're just taking this out of context or what the exact wording was, but like apparently when they held this meeting, like Randy Pitchford was saying that if you don't like this decision for you guys not getting as much money, then you you, then quit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was that's pretty gross.
0: Yeah, and and, but. was that is that a, a comment that's been taken out of context and that's not the exact phrasing but that person has taken it is that way like yeah it's hard to say like what the exact wording was because it wasn't quoted in the actual article as this is what um this is what they exactly said but more alluded to like you know if you don't like if you don't like it then quit type stuff yeah um so yeah i mean it's <laughs> i'm sure we'll find out more this thing sort of dive in a bit deep, but it's not, it's not good. I mean, it seems like that it was just a. I talked about like deals going back from Battleborn and having to, you know, the studio losing a lot of money from that, and then having um, failures from Colonial Marines, and then you look even further back from that with uh, Brothers in Arms never coming out. Like their last big hit would have been Borderlands Two, right? Somewhere around there. That was a long time ago. Um, so they're recouping a lot of costs, uh, and there's talks about that, like Gearbox possibly going public as a company, um, because they're sort of struggling with with finances over there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, where that ends up going, we don't know, but we'll mm. see. Okay, I think that's the news. Was that all of it? That is it. Nothing else crept up on us while we were. Recording? I don't think think so. Um, All right. Are we got any questions? Baz Rose.
1: Also, on the easier difficulty, at least you can use all the guns.
0: This is a continuation from something.
1: It clearly is. But he didn't make it a question, and he posted it after we recorded the podcast. And so, Baz, you get my Ratchet and Clank sticker of failure uh, for failing to ask a question in the questions channel. It's a new thing I've I've made up, uh, just in in honor of everyone's favorite uh, Ratchet and Clank fan, Dangaz. Uh, Dangaz. He loves Ratchet and Clank, and I think it stands as a testament to to failure around the world. Mm. So... uh, it's all you, Baz. Well done. Um, yeah, that's it. I think that's the podcast. Oh, that was it. <laughs> Easy. That was it.
0: All right, The Gap. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all those places you can get your podcasts from. Uh, you can find us on The Gap, the GA podcast, the GA, The Gap podcast, like all that sort of stuff. It's there somewhere. Uh, you can find us on nice. <laughs> email, podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us any questions. Otherwise, you can jump onto our Discord page, the GA dot com slash Discord. You can leave us questions in there. Uh we're playing a bunch of games. We've got uh, Modern Warfare, um Warzone happening like pretty much every night it seems like every day, stuff going yeah. on. Yep. yep. Uh you can jump in and play play some Predator in a couple weeks if you're crazy enough to buy that game. Uh we we've got a channel there, but don't know how long that's gonna stay. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Podcast, facebook.com slash podcast. You can go to our YouTube page, thegapodcast.com slash YouTube. You can check out our uh, weekly podcast, which has some video. Last week we put up uh, Joe playing Half-Life for like 30 minutes or something like that. Um, nice. Put up some Bleeding Edge. Uh, put up some... What else did we talk about last week? Hmm. Um, Maybe that was it. Was it Call of Duty Warzone? Yeah, I got some Call of Duty Warzone footage in there as well. Um, cool. But yeah, you can go do that this week. I've got some Predator footage. Oh boy, do I have some Predator footage and some Sweet. and some Borderlands stuff. So I've been recording Borderlands and um, some Predator footage. So that should be interesting. I'll put put that up there this week as well. So you can go to our website. We won't website. put any
1: uh, Final Fantasy in there. I don't think we're allowed to. No, I'm we're sure not you're not to. to put footage up.
0: Even yeah. though there are probably thousands of people watching streamers on Twitch right now who don't seem yep. to have any repercussions, um, but they'll probably take down our fucking podcast or something. They'll get us a little in guys. a heartbeat.
1: I I put like fucking nine seconds of the uh, Saving Private Ryan theme song at the end of uh of my Saving Private Dealer Desk right. that level one player we carried to win. And uh, and it got copyright infringement. Wow! On YouTube inside of an hour, yeah, uh, nine seconds, and they didn't take it down. They just get all revenue from the the video, which is why I don't like put videos on YouTube anymore because yeah. it's fucking infuriating.
0: Hmm. Anyway, maybe they anyway. are cracking down. There's only like. 90 people watching at the moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, anyway, you can go to the website, thegipodcast.com. It's got links to all the things we talked about today, including past episodes of the show. You can also, um, I don't know what else can you do on there? Read Job's old reviews. He's got Ori review up there. You can go read that if you want. People were checking that oh out. Oh, my God. Stage. Remember
1: when I said I was going to write a review of Doom Eternal and then I got a bunch of fucking work commissions to write <laughs> reviews for other people and never write a Doom Eternal review? What a fucking clown. What a chump. Oh, wow. I can't believe I did Ori and not... Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> so I'll anyway. With myself. Um, that is all thanks to our Patreon members who help support this show and our website. You can go to patreon.com slash podcast. Thank you to everyone that helps uh, put on this show every week. We really we are appreciate that.
1: Unbelievably grateful. Yeah. And like I said last week, and it continues to be true, don't put yourself out to support us. Uh, if, if it puts you in a precarious financial position, you are under absolutely no obligation. Um, yeah, we appreciate it. Everyone who does it, but don't fucking hurt yourself to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the show. Stay um, safe, too you got anything you want to uh, spruik out for this week?
1: Ozgamers.com to read my Half-Life Alex review. It's 3,600 words long. Uh, it's pretty comprehensive. Um, obviously, people are only looking at the number and they're very upset with me, which is exactly what I always dream of happening. It's, you know, it's the ideal scenario. I had to play it too uh, to check out my preview of Antiquing in... Um, in ESO underscores right. online.
0: Like antiquing, uh, like putting flour on someone's face.
1: Putting flour? What
0: is that? What you're saying? Antiquing?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what is what is putting flour on someone's face? Go back. What the fuck is putting flour on someone's face? Explain this to me. Is this some weird sex <laughs> thing? Is this a sex move I don't know about? Do I have to fucking go on? earth? you never antiquing? Yeah, I remember Jackass. I don't remember flour on anyone's face. I remember mostly just poopy jokes. What? Alright, I'll gotta I'll get you some videos. You gotta send me a fucking link. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Put it in the Discord for everyone. <laughs> they won't understand what the fuck it means until they listen. Um That's yeah, okay, fair enough.
0: Cool. No, we used to do it like you you made it pass out on like the chair and then you oh, go yeah. get a bag of flour and just smash it across their face. Good lord, that is fucking rough. You couldn't do anything harmless, like
1: draw a fucking dick on their head. Fucking hell, and it's a waste of flour. Fucking, it wouldn't sure. go. Oh, it used to go with, If you could like find it on a fucking shelf, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, um, unbelievable. You can check out my stuff. It's survivor Last week I had mm. my uh, review go up for the Foundation Controls DLC, and. Um, nice. Yeah, we had our guide go up as well. We did pretty well on that guide, so... Seems like nobody yeah. else found those fucking cats, but...
1: Suckers! Yeah,
0: losers. Um,
1: I have the dude who found the fucking vampire in dead, Red Dead before the game was out, so... Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Bitches. Now we found the vampire um,
1: afterwards. Oh, it must have been like two days afterwards.
0: It was a little bit afterwards, I think, because... Uh, I don't think so. Did you get a review code for that? Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay, I don't remember. <clears throat> yeah. Um. All right, that's the show. Thanks everyone listening. I don't know what we're going to doing next week. More Final Fantasy. Uh, we got a Mount bunch of stuff. Mountain Blade Two. Mountain Blade Two. You actually bought it. You're, you're crazy. that's it
1: All right. I love that series. I went in. I love it. I'm yeah, about it. I'm there for it. Okay. <laughs> yup.
0: See you then.